Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I never liked that was back before YouTube and you had to learn their way. And I just didn't give a fuck. Like <laughs> I tried the violin, which I called the fiddle. And um, as soon as I said, this was in elementary school. As soon as I said fiddle, the lady got real fucking hoity toity about it. It was like, it's called a violin. We don't teach that kind of music here. I said, this bitch for real. <laughs> And well, um, I mean, you I know, hated the, it. the violin is, you know, the the upper scale fiddle, you know. Ugh, they're the same <laughs> instrument. <laughs> I wanted to learn. <laughs> I want to get down, bro. You want to you want to be able to go to um the was it the uh, jam town banger? Uh, That's right. <laughs> no, I wanted to learn Irish fiddle music, but um, and then I tried the flute. I don't know why. Well, it's because you have to blow. Zelda Usually, you, it's because you 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 know you uh, you're used to sucking, not blowing. Wow, I was in sixth grade. Um, <laughs> so, and then I <laughs> and then I took piano class, um, and that was fun. But they sat me right next to a chick that was way too fucking hot for her own good, and I didn't pay attention <laughs> whatsoever. I sit down and go, "So how how was your weekend? How you doing? <laughs> Sup, girl." <laughs> the baby girl. Uh, I never, I never hit on her. I would just talk to her because I had a girlfriend at the time, and I remember my girlfriend came to pick me up from piano class because we had a half day, and that was my like fourth period before lunch. So fourth period was the end. We were leaving, and she's and I'm like, yeah, just swing by and we'll leave. And she's like, okay. So she comes in and she sees me just talking to the girl, and it was just like in a movie, bro. Where as soon as she turns, I can see out the corner of my eyes. She turns the corner, and it's right when I had said something funny, and the other chick went <laughs> and just touches my shoulder. Uh, and my girlfriend walked in, was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Um, because you know how the teen girls are, right?" <laughs> like, it's like you touch his shoulder, you obviously want to suck his fucking dick. Like, oh my god, does she wait? Did you hear something? That, that's where you're like, you're like, don't be ridiculous. Wait, did she say something about it? Because <laughs> uh, 
It's like we need to have a serious discussion. That's where where she goes. Uh, that's where you go. Where she comes and goes. What's going on here? And you look at her and you go, What's going on here? And they'd be like, Wait, what? <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> What's really going on? But then, of course, um, I was. You would think it would be fine because this girl, the girl I was dating, I was dating. I dated her for like two and a half years in high school. She was Mexican. Obviously, um, <laughs> because I like to be punished, I guess. I don't know. It's, that, yelled at all the it's time. that white guilt. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm just trying to give back to the community. <laughs> so the chick that is in my piano class is white as snow. Like she's blonde. Right. I think blue eyed. You know what I mean? So she's the she's the anti-girlfriend. I think that's right. why my girlfriend got so mad. But then um, – she was always so sweet, like, oh, yeah, you know, I like that. And we never were flirting or anything. I just talked to her. She was next to me. And fucking, and I hated my piano teacher. So anything to get out of fucking doing what she and was telling me to do. she gave me a hand job during class, which, you know, <laughs> which is the friend thing, you know. <laughs> right. So when my girlfriend comes in and goes, what's going on here? I figured she'd say something sweet. She went instant ratchet. I don't know where it came from. And she was like, none of your damn business. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think I literally said that. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't want to be involved. <laughs> I was in trouble for a week, bro. <laughs> you didn't even do nothing. I didn't do shit. <laughs> and then I got, I was in trouble for like two days. But then she was, it's a Mexican chick. So she's giving me shit the whole right. fucking time. Even though you didn't Cold do nothing. shoulder, right, talking shit, right. all this other shit. So then it was dying off. But then she said something that just fucking, it, I'd had enough. And she said something about, I bet you want wanted to fuck – She what was she? She called her Snow Bunny. I bet she wanted to fuck Snow Bunny. And I go, I fucking should have if I was going to get this one. Shit, there goes another three days right. of my fucking sentence extended. And I was like, Jesus. And it was funny because I said it. And then right after I said it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. And my, you see the homies on the side. They're like, stupid. I'm like, you fucked up. And she's like, oh, for real? Okay. All right. I was like, shit. That's where you make that move of like trying to grab the words as they're leaving your mouth. You're like, no, 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 no. Come back. Come back. Come back. I was like, I know, you know what I said? Because we talked about it like an hour later. I was like, look, I blacked out. I don't know what the fuck happened. She's like, you blacked out. You know, I'm taking medication for vertigo and it must have worked because I don't know. Any- what did I say? That chick, that, it's funny bringing that chick up because I dated her for two and a half years. We broke up on good terms. It just we were going in different directions. Yeah, and um, I was getting my dick sucked by another girl. She was wasn't having it, so you know we split up. No, I was growing up, and she wasn't. Uh, that was kind of she wanted to. I was already over power drinking by seventeen, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, like a couple. She was like like a year younger than me. But, you know, it is what it is. And then we broke up, and then I got with some other chick who was a fucking whatever girlfriend, I guess. Um, and then she fell off the fucking planet. No one knows where she is. <laughs> I was like, did she die? <laughs> like, oh, shit. Well, that's the same thing, like, with my my group of friends. We had this one chick, um, sweetest girl ever. And, um, you know, I think, like, I think every guy in our group had a kind of a crush on her. I, I think I did because I thought she was just sweet, but like every other guy is like had a crush on her and stuff like that. And, you know, she was cool. Everybody loved talking to her and she would always be like, Hey, you know, you want to hang no matter who you were, you know, she was like, I remember one time we, everybody had left for rehearsal and she's like, do you want to go to like Jack in the box? I was like, all right. 
So we'd go and hang out. But she ended up getting a boyfriend. And we all saw her one last time at Christmas. And then nobody saw her ever again. Like vanish. Like literally. Like we like sometimes Patrick and I go, she did exist, right? He's like, you did see her. I was like, yeah, you did too, right? And and then she like disappeared. And, you know, <laughs> Patrick would always make a joke that she was part of like the, um, the triad. And like her her mission was done and then like pulled her out. <laughs> like you never saw her ever exactly. again. It was just like, we're like, what the fuck ever happened to her? You know, like I expect to see her and like, you know, go to like the Interpol's like international, like most wanted and like see her face on there. <laughs> my, my wife tried to hit me with a tester question the other day about her too. And I was like, yeah, she kind of fell off the map because I was telling my homie Ariel on the phone and I hung up the phone. And then uh, she goes, real calm and real chill. <laughs> Didn't even look at me when she said it, but I'm hip to these fucking guys. I've been married for too fucking long, bro. 15-year <laughs> anniversary next month, okay? <laughs> she goes, yeah, that must um, – it must like really suck. It just – she just disappeared. <laughs> and without even skipping a beat, it doesn't really suck for me. I mean the past is the past. <laughs> she kind of glanced at me and goes, huh. <laughs> bitch round one motherfucker and i won don't even start with me or you could have went a total other direction with that and go yeah must nobody found her in the desert yeah, for <laughs> yeah. real. no one found that fucking hole i dug <laughs> then just give your give uh Lareda that stare just stare at her in the eyes and be right. just like just be like that's right <laughs> no you know no one found no one knows where she is i'm like yeah that's what happens when they fucking act up and they just stare at her. she'll be like oh shit <laughs> You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Can't hand this fucking Latina bullshit <laughs> so fucking long. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at dating. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that geek in pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter. We're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. Adam Riley. It's funny because people go, Adam, you've been married for so long. I, I want some dating advice. I'm like, I... The last time I dated, there wasn't even fucking Tinder. Like, I, what <laughs> advice would your hookup culture bullshit? I have no idea. <laughs> there, wasn't even, there wasn't even Facebook at the time. I was still yeah, friends with space. Tom. I was still friends with Tom. <laughs> That's right. You know how I got a girl's attention? I added her to my top eight. You feel me? <laughs> I don't even know anymore with these fucking... Like, people ask me, I'm like, I don't know what y'all got going on it sounds overly complicated and shitty and i really don't want to be involved i've already decided that if i ever get a divorce i'm never dating again just leave me alone send me a flashlight please i'm gonna fucking hide somewhere and uh, somebody uh, sign me up for a porn porn a premium and please uh so i did not know a pl- uh, thing called thought hub was a was a real thing i i never and and i was like because i saw this like earlier in the week and i was like wait this is for real like it's a completely illegal site oh yeah it is completely illegal but it it went on for so long and no one cared until someone did (laughs) so for those of you that don't know what that is it's an adult website that hosted paywalled content from platforms like uh OnlyFans for free uh, so, uh, apparently this week, 
OnlyFans content creator, I guess. You, you should even put you should put OnlyFans and put content creator in parentheses. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like there. I know this chick because this chi- this chick is in, this chick is smart. Okay, the first time I ever heard of her is because she got involved in this where she put there's this trend that used to be popular where she put a, a piece of paper that said "roast me." on reddit oh yeah and then people just make up things because the girl literally is a 10 out of 10 but they just made up things to make fun of her about right and then she got really popular (laughs) (laughs) but she's um she's pretty funny and stuff like i've heard her talk a couple times and she's she's not an idiot like she's intelligent but she will she don't play when it comes to taking her shit and posting it free somewhere yeah so denise or niece uh waithofer uh filed a complaint against ThoughtHub.tv for hosting her images without consent. And she, uh, you know, she sells semi-nude photos of herself for 15 bucks a month. Now, the lawsuit demands that ThoughtHub stop infringing on her copyright and seeks damages. Now, she also went ahead and sued Bang Brothers, Chatterbait, as well as uh, the... Internet Infrastructure Service Cloudflare saying that, you know, they also contributed because Bang Brothers and Chatterbait promoted on um, advertised on the site. And Cloudflare and hosts cloud, a lot and of cloud, that stuff. Cloudflare hosted. Problem with that part is is that that stuff's not gonna go anywhere. The Bang yeah, Brothers Chatterbait. Because there's a lot of there's and if you've seen on instances, if you sign up for services like AdSense by uh, by Google or some of the other services you don't necessarily get to choose who you're hosting, who your commercial, your ads appear on. Now, the big problem that that uh, that the site itself has is that it actually was getting ads, so it was making revenue off of this. That's going to be the the huge thing. It is not going to really come out as being, you know, any type of compensatory damages. I doubt because usually these cases generally don't. They just get shut down until they get resurrected somewhere else like Malaysia right. or somewhere, <laughs> you know? Um, and the only problem is, is it had an awesome name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Thought of, I was like, thought of dot TV. <laughs> it's like, it's like, God damn, they knew how to work that one. And as far as cloud fair, there's already been a case where somebody tried to sue a hosting company for, uh, for, uh, uh, torrents. And they said that it doesn't go because that would mean cloud fair, you know, because, Cloudflare just ho- just sells you the hosting. It's the same thing like we use Bluehost, and it'd be like, "What are you doing? Oh, website? Okay." And then you just kind of go ahead and do whatever you you know do whatever you need yeah, to do. Yeah, the best you could do is get them to stop hosting with that site, but you already got the site closed down, so yes, yeah. it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. So on Monday, the lawsuit happened. By Wednesday, the site went black or dark. Sorry, uh, <laughs> the site went dark, <laughs> and uh, it appears the servers are no longer exist. So, it, to me, this was just a, a very big exercise in big dick swinging. You know, it's like we're going to go for everybody, and in theory, she and her lawyer are trying to teach people a lesson. Which the problem is, is that her lawyer should know better because of the fact that most of the things that they're going for have already been tried. So like suing suing ThoughtHub, that one you can fine. do. Yeah, that's is that fine. they're the ones actually providing you content illegally. Right. But everyone else, nah, bro. Yeah. They, 
that don't mean nothing. Like the, legally, you you can't stand on it. The only thing they'd get is a slap in the wrist and told not to do it again. If that. it doesn't, it's irrelevant because the site that they're doing with is going to be gone. Exactly. And so they're not going to really get anything. That's a lawyer trying to get money. That's yeah. all that is. And they're even trying to say that it was a violation of the RICO statute. And I'm like, okay, calm the fuck down, please. Yeah. Like, like let's settle you it. Know, let's settle it. It's like, yeah, you're you're doing this because one. You know, I understand why, but two, I think you're trying to use your clout a little bit with your one point something million fans on Instagram. It's like, okay, you know, and and I have no problem with semi-intelligent chicks, you know, making money off their looks. You know, I'm not knocking that hustle, but it's like, let's be a little, let's not get a little carried away here. Like, you know, it's just like, look... You got the site turned cut, shut down. Fine, congratulations. The rest is just you're trying to scare other people. But the problem is, is that for the last five years there has been already lawsuits about all of these things. You're not going to get anything. So yeah, you're kind of late to the party. But yeah. it's like I don't like or d- dislike that it was shut down because I legally, just, yeah, she has every right. right exactly. <laughs> so you That's can't just, really say it's anything. It's the same to people it. that get pissed off when like. You know, like, oh, they, they, I can't get to Pirate Bay. It's like, okay, calm the fuck down. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to get to exactly. Pirate Bay. But then, like, I heard someone talking about this, and I didn't know it was this chick, though. I just knew that thought had got taken down. And I've, I've been there once or twice just to see what it was about. But <laughs> for I, science. I don't, yeah, for science. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it's whatever, whatever. But the, um, he was freaking out and he was like, this is fucking bullshit. Who would pay for fucking this content anyway? It's like, yes, but you're stealing it. Right. Which means you want the content. Yeah. So you would pay for it if it wasn't available for you to steal. It's kind of like saying, um, I wouldn't steal things at Walmart if they didn't charge me for it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just really fucking dumb. Like she, she's this chick. I don't mind this chick, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, she's pretty hardcore when it comes to that. But if you go to her Instagram and shit for science, she's pretty fucking generous with the pictures, bro. So it's like if you want to stay on the free tier, <laughs> you ain't going to be upset. Well, like my, my thing is kind of like, wait, 15 bucks a month for not even nudes? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, come she's on. One of those, she's one of those chicks that... Um, she doesn't have to do nude. Like she's stupid popular. Everybody loves the chick. But that's the thing is, it's like going, you know. It, to me, it's just like. But I'm not paying for shit that ain't nude. Right. I'm not paying for nudes either. I can get <laughs> I the shit for free. I know, and that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing that kind of gets me. It's like going. You understand that if the if you didn't have people that were paying for the the partials or the 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 non nudes, she would end up having to do nudes just to get that those people to pay. Right. It's like you understand that you are creating this vicious cycle. <laughs> there are morons like you that are paying for this, which is the reason why we say, hey, you want to drop us those OnlyFan logins. We're cool, but we ain't paying for it. So, you know. I mean, she is hot as shit, though. I will <laughs> say that. Um, there's a few pictures in there where I'm like, is this like a, a CGI created <laughs> image? Like, I'm fucking confused. But... um Self-proclaimed, I'm on her uh, Instagram, self-proclaimed mozzarella stick expert and accomplished napper. See, also middle shelf tequila connoisseur and semi-professional dog petter. I like the middle shelf tequila connoisseur. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> See, she's kind of fucking quirky, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Which is cool. And I think that um, 
<laughs> I see the homie follows her. Fuck you, ain't slick. Um, <laughs> it says followed by this love. Fuck. Um, I think chicks don't get very far if they don't have personality nowadays. If you want to be real, like they'll get far, but there's a cap. Yeah. Like they can't really expand past just a picture on Instagram. And then they have to constantly be churning photos out. <laughs> like it can never stop. <laughs> it's like the, it, the, it, those are the, one, the ones that, that don't exceed are the ones that are telling you, if you can spend 10 minutes, you can afford 10 bucks. Right. right? <laughs> those are those people. <laughs> if you have time to watch Twitch, you can afford that doesn't even make any sense. Those two things don't even correlate. I remember she first when I first heard she said that. I kind of just, I was like, wait, like how is that? I was the dude. I was Rain Man, bro. Like trying to figure that shit out. I guess like, this don't make no motherfucking sense. I need a calculator because this don't add up. Wait, wait. Let me get my scientific calculator because that might be able to process what the fuck you just said. <laughs> Oh uh, man! So speaking of shit, we ain't paying for. Uh, I tested. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, I know, right? Um, I tested out a Peacock on my PlayStation and Xbox because it ain't on Roku, uh, which I think is still a stupid move for them. Can I say something real quick? Sure. I think all these streaming services are in on a scam together because you had HBO that had um, the Batman shit. Then that's coming off, and now Peacock's gonna have it. Oh well, yeah, there's a reason for like, that. There's a reason for that. I think y'all motherfuckers is doing this shit on purpose. No, the reason is is all of them were way too stupid. Um, so that would actually think. And if you look at the way HBO has been laying out their shit, there is no brain amongst them. Yeah, I know. So, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so what happened is in 2016. Uh, Comcast or NBC Universal, whichever they're going with, but it's Comcast, signed a deal with Warner Brothers to have exclusivity as far as TV programs, which allowed them to show uh, big budget Warner Brothers movies. That's why usually on NBC you always see uh, the Harry Potter films, like around the holidays or something like that, which gave them access to also Batman and all this stuff. The problem is, is in that contract that all state say it includes streaming service because it's technically television. So right. that's why it comes off of HBO Max and goes to Peacock, which is NBC Universal or Comcast, whatever. So that's how that works. That's why that's happening. But I tested out Peacock, and um, so they if you if you have, for those of you that aren't don't aren't in the know, uh, Peacock is NBC's answer to uh, CBS All Access or HBO Max, except they off they know that. Not many people care about their shit, so they have a free option, and then they have a premiere option, which is I think five bucks for low commercials or limited commercials, and then ten bucks for no commercials. And the standard yeah, pricing. The standard pricing, yeah. Now they have their free option is you get some shows, some movies, uh, some of their other movies or shows are in the premiere tier, so you have to pay. But here's where the thing gets a little weird. So you go in there, and you can get you can watch Battlestar Galactica, the entire run there. You can watch E.T., the extraterrestrial. Um, but the Big Lebowski is on their premium tier. 
everyone loves Rain or everybody loves Raymond is on their premium tier. Why? I don't know. The show's been off for how long? It's not Seinfeld. Like people it's a are classic though. It is a classic. Yeah, but it's not Seinfeld. I don't know where everybody's going. Oh, everybody loves Raymond. I gotta pay five bucks to see that. That was a pretty popular show. It was, but it's been off the air for quite a while. I don't... So Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's... I think someone's hating a little bit. Just no, a little bit. No, but it's just, if you look at some of the random shit they have on there that goes from premium to uh, to free. Uh, one of the big things, and one of the things that's been part of Universal since like its inception was their monster movies. Dracula, yeah. Frankenstein, The Mummy. Which uh, they tried to make a thing in the movies again, and it didn't yeah, work. Yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, however, of all their monster movies, Frankenstein is the only one that's premium. Dracula, which I think is the more popular, Dracula versus, yeah. versus uh, uh, Frankenstein, is part of the free tier. So it's really weird on the way they decided. It almost seems like they put a bunch of movies up on the wall and then just threw dartboards. So what they did is they wrote a a very complex logarithm um, (laughs) on a Commodore 64. (laughs) And (laughs) they had it sort out these things. Yeah, I think it's – lately, the streaming services like back in the day, when they started, they made sense. Like it it felt like there were actual people – Saying this is what we should have, right? But now it's a mess. Like oh, yeah. it just—it's like everyone just wants a streaming service. Like well, that's yeah. the key to success. It yeah, doesn't because, matter what it's like because Disney did it, and now everybody's like, "Oh, Disney is doing really well." It's like, yeah, but Disney kind of has a lot, <laughs> you know. And, and, and their H- shit's kind of organized. Yeah, and HBO. Yeah, it's still going to be a bit rough, and I think it's a bit rougher because it. You really, when you look at HBO Max, you kind of see just how haphazardly they put this together. Yeah. Um, but compared compared to Universal, Universal doesn't have a lot. I mean, they own sci-fi, you know, uh, and then the USA channels and stuff like that. But they don't own anything really extremely popular. I mean, particularly Warner Brothers owns HBO. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. And then NDC. NDC, and- Warner Brothers, all that stuff. So they have a lot built in. Disney has... Well, everything, you know. So it, it makes sense. And then CBS yeah. All Access is... thing that Warner Brothers doesn't own. Right, exactly. Uh, owns. <laughs> and then you have CBS All Access, which is now starting to figure out. And they got rid of Les Moonves, which was perfect, because now this person that that's running it is like going, why don't we have the built-in infrastructure? Why don't we have all of CBS's shit into CBS All Access? So then we can, yeah. we can show... You know, because a lot of people don't realize Comedy Central, MTV, uh, Smithsonian, uh, Paramount, you know, not, it's not just the Star Trek franchise, it's Paramount Pictures. Like, they own a lot of shit. So it's They like, own it, but they don't, it's like they don't have exclusive rights over it. Well, it's because of all the existing rights. So there's a lot of right, when people like get yeah. pissed off about the, you know, streaming rights, that's why, look at what happened with Disney, and they had to wait till their rights with Netflix finished, or Oh shit, stars. they own, um... DreamWorks. Hmm. That's what it says here. Anyway. Oh, Universal. Yeah. 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 I thought you were talking about CBS. I was like, CBS uh. <laughs> DreamWorks. Um, but yeah. So, but the thing is, is that when you go into the free movies, and this is what struck me because my brother and I decided to check it out, and he was kind of excited. He was like, "Oh, cool! The the monster movies because he likes the classic monster movies." But they also have free the Abbott and Costello monster movies, like Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein, Abbott and Costello meets the Mummy. I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. And then they, I, I love, there's a certain group of um, comedians called the Marx Brothers from the 30s. 
And um, I, I love yeah, I know stuff. who the Marx Brothers I'm talking are. to about people, other people. Oh. <laughs> you know, people that aren't as smart, you know, that they don't realize oh, the you. violin and the fiddle are two separate instruments. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> um, but, uh, and uh, so they have some of their old Universal stuff on there. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, The Natural and uh, other movies. But when you look down their free movies, I swear to God. If you do this, if you have time, do this. It doesn't look any different than the titles you see on Voodoo for free. Like half, like not even half. Majority of these movies are like, what the fuck are these? Like yeah. San Andreas, Quake. You know, those type of movies <laughs> that, you know, that, that, you know, those movies that have, uh, that like have the marquee sign there. You think, oh, it's wait. Oh no, it's a knockoff. <laughs> and there's a bunch of those on there. I was like, going, oh my God, I think this is like Voodoo or YouTube that's for free. You right. know? And so it's kind of like not, imp- not impressed. Really, really not impressed. I mean, they have a lot of cool TV shows. Oh, I was going to tell you, Rockford Files are on there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's a good show, dude. Yeah, it is. It's was- such a misogynistic show, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, when I, one, one day when I went to go get an oil change at Walmart. Now, if you've never gotten an oil change at Walmart, it takes about three and a half days. So you're sitting in the fucking waiting room forever. Just go to Jiffy Lube. Don't go to Walmart. <laughs> you actually um, you actually get uh, cobwebs while you're sitting there. <laughs> like it's cheaper, but there's reasons. And then, and then I'm like, oh, I also have kind of a flat. You have to go really early in the morning and get in the line or they close the doors at like 10. You're like, fuck you. We have too many now. <laughs> right. And then um, – I'm like, hey, I have a, my, I'm losing air in a tire. Can you, that's gonna be, that's gonna be extra. We don't have time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that complicated. So <laughs> we'll just stick to the oil change. Oh, anyway, um, I'm in their whack ass little fucking waiting room, and there was a, <laughs> I don't know what channel they had it on, Rockford Files, the entire time, just episode, <laughs> episode and I'm like, this show. They don't make shows like this anymore. <laughs> it's so good. Some chick was was like i'll go with you it was the typical back of the day shit it's like i'll go with you and she's like listen honey you're gonna stay here or you're gonna get fucking hurt i'm like oh my god like you can't say that shit in tv anymore even though it's said in real life all the time you can't say you can't say it in tv anymore yeah so great it's just uh, a good show yeah so you know they have some i think they have a lot of better television um, on there than a lot more television that you probably want to see at least on the free tier um, but Peacock doesn't have anything that I would be paying for like it's like uh, look you don't have that much well I think we're hitting a point where there are too many streaming services now and it's thinning things out that all the networks having their own streaming service is stupid because most of them don't have enough content to warrant why am I going to pay pretty much the same amount I pay for Hulu right. for one channel? It doesn't make any sense. There's certain ones I will because I, like, I'll pay for um, CBS All Access because I love Star Trek. But that's not everybody. I'm sure there's people like, why the fuck would I pay for CBS All Access? Oh, yeah. You I, know what I mean? And it's, so it's like I think the best idea they ever had was when everyone went in on Hulu. Remember it was like yeah. – there were four big studios that um, that fucking Disney owns all of them now. I think um, <laughs> they they all went in on it and they were all getting a cut and that was I'm like that makes sense. Yeah, but now it's like that was for more for the consumer. Now it's just everybody's getting greedy and they want their ten bucks a person. Well, this is also a la carte. A lot of people wanted a la carte. Here you go. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people did. It's like, well, I just want the channels to pay for. Well, here you go. 
This is a la carte. The streaming services, I you know. I think there's a podcast a long time ago, an episode that I said, I go, if you want a la carte, get cable, and then you know the thing where you make your favorites channels? Just do that. <laughs> right. And you can just keep looking through the channels <laughs> that you like. Yeah, uh, some people I were. The perfect, the perfect time was, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. That's cool. The, the perfect thing it's was, um, it's whatever, <laughs> fuck me, I guess. Um, when I had Cox Cable, okay, no, <laughs> the perfect one was Time Warner. I had Time Warner Cable, and they had the on-demand channels. Oh, yeah. That was the peak of my entertainment in my house. Because <laughs> I had regular TV, and then each channel that I already am paying for with cable had a fucking on-demand channel. What I like, what I like is, like, you have... Like you don't even like the it makes it easier to cut the cord when you have stuff like, like you have the AMC and the CW apps and all that stuff. So it's like okay, I don't need a DVR if I miss an episode. I can just go over to these guys stream their on demand in case you just you know you because there's a lot of you know cord cutting. Like I think um, there's not a lot of uh, streaming options as far as like on demand unless you have like I have Spectrum uh, for a small package with spectrum, which gives me on demand so I can see shows that I've missed. But you know, with a lot of other ones like the AMC, not the page shit, the, their on demand shit, which you can go to and, Oh, I missed this episode this week. I can go there and watch it. That's fine. Uh, the problem that, that we're, that we're going to see this for the next couple of years, at least because people like, uh, it was announced today or yesterday that the Animaniacs, the reboot of the Animaniacs is hitting Hulu later this year, November. And people are like, I don't understand. It's a Warner Brothers thing. Why isn't it on HBO Max? It's stupid. And I'm and I reply to go, hey, if you're thinking it's stupid, this kind of shows you where everything is. Because the deal was made in t- two years ago. The deal was made that it was going to bring Animaniacs to Hulu. Be- and and people are like, why are they bringing it to Disney? Like, and I'm like, okay, obviously none of you people read the article. Because in 2018, when Hulu was still owned by four studios... The deal was made to bring it there. Two years later, Disney's the only one that has Hulu now, and Warner Brothers is bringing a project there. This is what we're gonna have. This is the problem that you have when you have long-term agreements like this. It's going to be this way for a little bit. I, at least within the next five years, a lot of these, you're not gonna see any more of these long-term deals. Like, oh, they signed five years for th- to get this and blah blah blah. You're you're no longer gonna see. It. It's gonna be like what's gonna happen with Disney release. Now well, it's gonna go to this how much of a mess Spider-Man's been. Oh, yeah. You know, because Marvel signed off the rights to it, and Sony's like, we're not getting rid of this. Yeah. Like, they won't sell it back, because it's fucking Spider-Man. I don't blame Sony. No, I don't blame him either. They just keep making really bad movies. We're almost due for another round of subpar Spider-Man films so they can keep the rights. Yeah. So, um, that's going to be great. Although, <laughs> oh, no, they keep the rights if they make the um the animated one they made. And that one was pretty fire, dude. Yeah. But uh, it just it, it, as long as it's not run by committee, that's the big problem. <sighs> All right. So what you doing for your side hustle now? Oh, my God. I wish it was a side hustle. <laughs> I I was told that there was like 10, 20 laptops that needed to be repaired for my kids school. And I was like, all right, well, my work gives me a charity day. So I'll take day off and go help you out. Turns out it's like a fucking, it's hundreds of laptops, you know, and I'm like, who counted this? Hmm. So I did it on Monday and then Wednesday I had the day off anyway, spent the whole day at the school 
um, Saturday spent the whole day at the school <laughs> and Sunday did some here and but they paid me for the weekend. So that's cool because I was like, oh, like, oh um, we have some from another our sister school. Do you think um, you're going to pay me for this time? <laughs> like, my charity is just it's it's over now. And they're like, oh, OK. <laughs> so they paid me my wife's rate because it's the school she works at. Um, and it's sad, too. And I felt bad. I felt bad for him. I didn't mind helping because, you know, this COVID thing. And we were just told by our fearless fucking leader, <laughs> our governor, he told, tells everybody a week before school starts, uh, we're going to go full, full digital, full virtual. And it's like, why do you wait until the last fucking minute? To tell us. So I'm fine with it. I'm not one of those families that has an issue. I got plenty of devices here. No issues with me. But you have now you have families freaking out. And they're like, well, shit, now I need laptops because they can't go to school. Right. And part of me's going, you should have just expect like read the fucking tea leaves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it was pretty obvious that it was gonna go that way. But whatever. So and then now, just get a Chromebook, it's cheap enough anyway. Well, that's what I was fixing was Chromebooks. So the, the, there's three Chromebook models I am intimately familiar with. Like I've replaced cameras, keyboards, batteries, all of it. It's screens, whatever. You know what I mean? So um, it wasn't hard work. It was just tedious. And I got that all sorted out. And then their other school is like they needed a little more work done because it was in a lower income area. So a lot of those kids, but then I had like, I'm fixing laptops in the front office and I, I, parents would come in and the audacity of some people for real, like this lady came in and (laughs) I can see, I can see her, like I can see her full body. Right. And she's like, are these the laptops you're giving out? And my wife goes, yes. And um, said, uh, these are a little small. And she goes, well, these are the ones where they're the standard Chromebooks. I think they're like 12 inches or something like that. And she goes, huh? And she's like, well, has there been any word about a hotspot? And my wife goes, I don't think anyone's ever said anything about a hotspot. And she goes, well, how else are we supposed to connect to the Internet? She goes, do you not have the Internet at home? And she goes, what I have at home doesn't concern you. And she goes, we're not giving out hotspots. And she's like, well, how are they supposed to go to school? She goes, I don't know. You're going to have to figure it out. <laughs> and the, But she said it in a sweeter way because right. my wife isn't very mean. So my wife walks away and the lady's talking to like her sister or something about, can you fucking believe these people? Like they just expect us. We have to do this on our dime, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting there fixing laptops. And she looks up and she goes, are you fixing laptops? I said, certainly not baking a cake. <laughs> and I think she kind of, it kind of clicked like this motherfucker ain't gonna fuck with me. <laughs> but then she goes, um, don't you think we should get hotspots? I go, no. And she goes, you, she goes, no. I go, I don't think you should get laptops. And she goes, what do you mean? And I go, you have the new Jordans on. You can't afford a Chromebook. Yeah. Chromebooks are cheaper than Jordans. Right. And she goes, I need to speak with your boss. I'm like, oh, I don't work here. <laughs> and then she just completely stopped talking to me. Exactly. Like, she's like, fuck. And like, I have no power over this person. So I'm just going to stop talking. I was like, hey, you want to talk to my manager? Let me call quick real quick. Call my <laughs> fucking work. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. So she comes back and the lady said, um, your technician over there was rude to me. And my wife turns, she goes, yeah. 
<laughs> and that's it. And I'm just over there fucking working. And the lady leaves. I tell my wife this. She's like, you can't talk to parents. I'm like, I'm going to tell you like this. If I'm working in this front office and someone comes in here acting that motherfucking entitled, <laughs> they get checked. Yeah. Because that was ridiculous. She had the new J's on. The only reason I noticed is because I was looking at the Nike website the other day and I was kind of thinking about copping them. All right. <laughs> Listen, she can afford a hot spot. The fuck out of She's got internet at the house. I guarantee. Every, mostly everybody does. She's got internet at the house. Listen. There's some people, hey, you know, some people in the poorer neighborhoods, they might not Yeah, have. but they're not sporting the new Jordans. They're not sporting the new Jordans. And it's usually, like, there is one lady that doesn't have the internet. She's fresh from Mexico. Doesn't speak a stick of English. Yeah. And she works, like, three jobs. You know, so my wife was trying to, like, my wife actually figured out how you can you can call um, Cox and they have like a low income plan that a lot of people don't know about. Well, yeah, a lot of, a lot of them do, but like, they just don't promote it. They don't promote it, but also you got to be careful with their speeds because um, I know AT&T has like a low, <laughs> AT&T yeah. has a low option, but it's like one gig and it's like going, okay, so better not share any pictures. <laughs> like, Hey, how slow is that? Um, low income? I don't know. Um, let me call the phone number and have my modem dial in and then I'll tell you how fast it is. <laughs> But um, I'm gonna give you a net zero fucking. We're gonna oh, we're gonna shit. do this do this off the of AOL trials, you know. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, they yeah, hand like you people, an old AOL disc here. Try this. This will get you the end of the internet. People like that, like fine. They need a little assistance, but they ain't gonna get it from their local school. Yeah. They need to go somewhere else with that. And um, I would like to remind everybody that a certain president tried <laughs> to make the internet something that everyone needed. Yep. And everyone told him to go fuck himself. So if you're sitting there and you're a conservative and you're struggling and you don't have the internet and you're all virtual, I would like to personally tell you, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Because this problem would have been fixed a long time ago. Like I thought it was funny when when Obama was president, I was living in Section 8. You know, we, you know Steve knows this. I wasn't yeah. doing very well back then. And – um there were people in my complex that were super conservative, which I never really understood. I'm like, you, you don't have anything. Why wouldn't you like the side that wants to give you things? I don't know, whatever. But because um, there were, it wasn't like they had some political theory about it. They just <laughs> they didn't like Obama or whatever. And um, they the, the fucking he said that he was going to give free internet, and a few of my neighbors were like, oh yeah, so they can raise our taxes. And I'm like, you you live. You don't have a job. <laughs> right. <laughs> what taxes are you paying? I said, I'm the only one in, within three buildings in this complex that has a job. I'm paying for all of your fucking internet <laughs> if, this, if this fucking goes off. Well, that's what always gets me is when people say, like, why should I pay for them? It's like, it's like um, because it's called the greater good. Yeah. Like, if you elevate the people around you eventually you won't have any fucking people you have to pay for. Exactly. Because everyone will be on equal footing. But people don't understand that. Right. Because they only think, so poor people, a crackhead. It's like, right. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. It's like what we were talking about before. Like, oh, she laughed at you. She's sucking your dick. Like, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Is she? <laughs> Did I miss something here? Did I but pass America, out? <laughs> America has that... Pick yourself up from your bootstraps mentality, which most of the time is fine, but it's not a fucking absolute. And, you and know, sometimes you can't. One of the one of the big things that I always hear this 
you know, pick you up by your bootstraps are always people that never had to pick themselves up by their bootstraps. They came from it. And that's one of the things that I always hear about, like, oh, these, you know, the, these corporations, these, you know, these big corporations, you know, they pick themselves by, up by their bootstraps. Like, motherfucker, most of these corporations were made over 100 years ago. The people yeah. that are running these have never had to work a day in their lives. Like, and, and believe me, I'm, I'm all for the bootstrap mentality because I had to do it. Like I had, but it was due to mistakes that I made. I had too many kids too fast. So I had to struggle through my twenties <laughs> and now I'm not, you know, now I'm fine, which is going to lead us into our next topic. So it's like, yes, you do have to work hard, but there are some people I'm also fully aware of being stuck in the system. It's right. difficult because it adjusts with you. So if I made more money, they gave me less money. Yeah. So my income never changed. Like yeah. It was just, and I, you know. I've never understood people, that mentality. Like, it's right. like going, shouldn't you raise them so they get to a certain point, and then once they make that certain point, then you start pulling it out instead of, oh, well, you get $400 a week, which barely pays for anything. Oh, you made 20 bucks this week on your own? Okay, we're going to drop you 200 bucks. Like, I didn't have a job when I got the Section 8 apartment because it was during the the recession and shit like that. I got $1,200 a month for groceries. Now, keep in mind, I had a lot of kids. But that was a lot. Like, that was more than I needed. You know, I grew up poor. You know, I fucking, I don't need to buy Richie people food. You know, whatever. Right. So, I got a job, a part-time job, that paid me maybe 1000 every two weeks. And they dropped my food stamps down to 200 <laughs> I was <laughs> right. like, wait, now I'm... I'm working and I'm broker. Yeah. You know, and, and you get, you get stuck in it. Like, and I'm not trying to say I'm special or anything, but it took a lot of mental fucking math for me to figure out how to get out of it. And you have to try hard. You have to be like, it was like my number one goal was to not be on government assistance. But a lot of people just go, fuck it. This is my life. Cause they don't really know any different. Right. You know what I mean? But I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It took me fucking years. And my dog's an asshole. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it, it is it is that way. And a lot of people, like, I, I remember working um, at my last job. And uh, I had this girl who was, you know, part of, you know, um, Section 8. Like, she got food stamps and she got, um, uh, she had child care you know, paid for by the state and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, it sucks because I have to choose to get more money. And when I get more money, they're going to take the money that I have away, which is going to leave me basically in the same spot. Right. And it's like, you know, it's, you know, or, oh, I, I have to keep under these hours. Otherwise, if I make three hours more a week, you know, it's like they're going to take my child, my um, childcare stuff away. So it's like this is, it's, it's it, you know, when people say there's no, um, there's no, uh, what's it called? Um, systematic racism. There is because yeah. this, the, the idea of bringing yourself up by your bootstraps is good if you have the ability to do that. But if you can get assistance, you shouldn't be penalized for making more. You should be like, oh, you're making more? Okay, cool. Let's keep it until you actually make a decent wage. Then we start reducing or pulling that shit off. 
because that's how people get out of the system. And the people don't, the people can't because it's like, I got to choose either or. It's like, I know this money is going to feed us for a little while, but if I work a little more here, I'm bringing home an extra $200 a week, but I'm losing the four or five or $600, you know, that I'm getting a month from here. It's like, you know, and that's the, that's the problem that we have right now. Because there's all, yeah. oh, pick us up by your bootstraps. Yeah, but in the middle of a pandemic, it's kind of hard when you have a bunch of entitled assholes that sit there. Well, that's it, and it shows, you know, a lot of people are in this fantasy world where they think there's no class system in America. There's always a class. It's how right. humanity is. Yeah. And people don't understand the people who are in the class, which currently I am in, the, the class that isn't affected by COVID. The I can do my job at home. It's not that big of a deal, and I make that a, a enough money to support my way of doing my job at home. So I am in, I guess, the middle class. I don't yeah. fucking know what class it is anymore. Yeah, it's the middle class. But below that, I I fully understand the service industry, um, retail stuff like that. They're fucked because yeah. they can't go to work, and it's horrible. But people who have never been below middle class <laughs> don't fucking get it. Yeah. They're like, just do your job at home. Or they'll go, just get a different job. It's like, it's not always that fucking easy. Yeah, and the, generally the jobs that are always you or usually hiring that you could get as a placeholder are the ones you can't you can't get. Right. You know, you'll hear people, and I've heard this on, on television where you have restaurant managers that or restaurant owners that are like, well, yeah, but they're making so much on, on unemployment that they don't want to do this job. It's like, no, nobody no. wants to do a service job where you're going to have people that don't give a fuck about you working that they're and not going to wear a mask. You unemployment know? pays you dick. Unemployment made me want to work more than not getting unemployment. Yeah. It's like a fucking cock tease. You get no money. It's it's not enough to live at all. You know, yeah. if it's in certain circumstances, I guess. But if you have like rent to very, pay, but and it's fucking, very no. yeah, it's very small amount of people that would find this. I mean, if they're making, if you were working, you know. 15 hours a week and you only got, you know, like $100 every two weeks, $600 bonus. Yeah, you're going to be like, fuck, I don't need to work. But usually if that's the case, you're in your 20s, <laughs> you know, you're young yeah. enough to where it's like you're at your this. mom and dad's house. Yeah, it's like, fuck it. But if you living on your own and, you know, your $600 brings you up to about what you were making before, you're actually breathing a little sigh of relief, but you know that's going to end soon. And, you know, it's like I need to, you know, find something that's going to be more stable because once you reach a certain age, things need to be stable. So it's like, you know, this whole bullshit. But anyway, we got a way off topic on that one. Yeah, but, you know, the truth was told. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of speaking of making too much money, <laughs> we out here. Um, no, fucking, I don't know. I feel weird talking about this now because we just went into, <laughs> you know, but I don't care. I'm still going to do it. Um <laughs> So I got my incentive check. You know, I get one a month. Um, incentive is a fancy way of saying commission because commission's a dirty word. Uh, and I was like, you know, let me go get a Switch game real quick. And that turned into like seven because I, I just fucking, there was a lot of sales going on. And then I bought a couple that I've just wanted. So I got quite the collection of Switch games now. Um, most of, some of them are digital, but then I bought the cartridges too. But, um, so I got like fine. I got a bunch of remakes of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 12, 10, 10, 2, 8. I don't know why I got eight. I'll never play it. <laughs> I didn't even like eight. Um, but I got it anyway because it was like two dollars or something. And then I bought Pokemon Shield, 
uh, fairy tale. That was for my kid. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Super Mario Maker 2, Just Dance 2020, that Ring Fit Adventure, because I'm trying to get my gains in, you feel me? Um, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Also got Dragon Warrior 11. So yeah, I definitely got a grip of fucking games, bro. To the point that my wife was like, that's enough. <laughs> like she she tr- treated me like a child and it was needed. I bought a pro controller. Um, I bought another dock so I could dock it on my, uh, so I don't have to keep moving the dock around. That was like fucking $15. Um, yeah, man, we out here. Okay. <laughs> we are fucking officially out here. So, um, that Pokemon game's fucking hot too. Like it took me all the way back. Like I was like, Oh shit, let me get these Pokemons real quick. <laughs> just fun. It's just a fun game. The switch is one of my favorite consoles of all time to be, to be real. Because it's the the ability of just like playing on the computer or I'm playing on the TV and then I got to like my wife wants to go to the store. I can literally just pick it up and immediately keep playing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just it's awesome. It's cool to have a portable and something that you can throw on the TV. Yeah, the graphics aren't fucking 4K and whatever. It doesn't matter. You're not playing those kind of games on the fucking switch. You know, it's it's whatever. Like there are certain games like ports that you don't get on the fucking switch. Like it's going to look like hot shit. I think the switch is a perfect console for someone who's a PC gamer. Cause it's that compliment, you know, that I can't take my computer with me, (laughs) you know? So definitely when this pandemic's over and I go meet Steve, he's going to see the switch. (laughs) I I saw the switch last time. I saw the switch last time you had it. Oh, did I bring it last time? Yeah. Oh, I just got it. Yeah, huh? you just got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was flipping. <laughs> we'll switch. We'll it's being <laughs> stupid. But um, yeah, I love this fucking thing. I'm actually buying another one at the end of the month because my kids won't leave this one alone. And it's driving me crazy because I can never. I want something that's just mine. Like, I don't think I'm selfish in that. So I'm going <laughs> to give them this one. This I have the standard first generation switch that has the blue and the red controllers and i'm gonna buy the gray gray ones the two gray ones and that's gonna be just for me no one touches it Hmm. but me because this one the fucking joy con pad ripped off screen's got scratches on it no all right i need my shit to be pristine okay anyway (laughs) (laughs) all right Well, we're going to take a quick little break here, and uh, when we come back, we're going to hit you up with all the news of the past week that may have slipped under your radar. So uh, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. So uh, we'll jump into some news while Adam was over there talking about his odd flexing for you know, this past year, just making it rain, whatever. I'm not flexing. I'm just happy for me, okay? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> happy that I got some Switch games, okay? <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> All right, so um, if, you, if you're thinking about, hmm, should I get the Marvel's Avengers video game on the PlayStation or should I get it on the Xbox? Well, 
that kind of helped you depending on whether you wanted to get Spider-Man as a DLC, free DLC. Tony's being such a dick when it comes to Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so it appears that uh, in an exclusivity deal between Marvel and Sony, Marvel has decided to let Spider-Man be a downloadable content on the PlayStation, which means that PC and Xbox gamers won't have access to him. And there's no explanation as to whether it's going to be a limited exclusive, but yeah, that's... Well, it makes perfect sense because the um, the Spider-Man game is only on the PlayStation. Right. They own the video game rights. Right. Um, the thing is, is that what's actually kind of come around about this is basically there's a there, I posted a story about why he's he you know he's being on the PlayStation now it makes good sense business wise not so much for a gamer because if you want to if let's just say you don't have a PlayStation you do want to get a, the Spider-Man game or you want to get the Marvel's uh, Avengers game which is released on all consoles oh but you can't get this one unless you have a PlayStation it's kind of fucked but there's a story that I posted on the website talking about this whole thing. And the, the head of Crystal Dynamics gave this really weird word salad that it almost felt like I was reading a Trump speech because <laughs> I recognized the words that were being used. But if you kind of took it out, it just basically said, it basically came down to we're playing nice with Sony because Sony has the actual Spider-Man IP for films and we want to play nice with them so we can actually keep getting rights to using Spider-Man, which is kind of what it came down to, which, again, business-wise, smart move. You play nice with Sony. Sony may, may go, like, okay, well, we'll get this. You get the Spider-Man movies so we can you know, kind of do this. But at the same time, it kind of fucks anybody who... Now, I know there's a lot more people out there that may have both consoles, like I do. And I, I think Adam does kind of, sort of have both. I um, have both, just the PlayStation's, like, it's my son's. Because I gave it to my oldest daughter, and then she gave it to him. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, thanks. Um, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. You fucking, you sounded confused, so I'm clearing up for you. <laughs> I didn't really care. <laughs> you know what? The people care, okay? So... So this is kind of, you know, in but if you have, you know, again, you have families that have just Xboxes, stuff like that, it, it kind of sucks for, for those people. Now, that's kind of the way the situation is. So if you have a PlayStation or you, you have both, and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll get it on the PlayStation so I can go ahead and get the Spider-Man um, uh, Spider DLC. That's kind of where it's at. So it's kind of fucked but at the same time it makes business sense but it's not necessarily good and it leads back into the whole conversation of exclusivity DLC is kind of bullshit here's here's I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it I'm gonna lay it on the fucking table here okay <laughs> mark the date August 2020 Adam Ryan <clears throat> shut up the biggest bang for your buck if you're going to get a con a, a game console the, the new one, the PS5 or the Xbox Series X, is the PS5. Exclusivity. <laughs> for exclusivities. It's it's the biggest bang for your buck, especially if you have a gaming computer, because every fucking exclusive for the Xbox Series X is going to be on the PC. So there's no point. The uh, People aren't noticing that Microsoft and Sony are going in different directions. 
where Sony's kind of in the same, like we make a gaming console and Microsoft's trying to do this. The Xbox is just one of a few ways you can access our content kind of thing. Like you really, if your PC gamers don't need Xboxes, like I'm going to get one, <laughs> duh, but I'm going to get it for my, my kids. I'm never going to touch the fucking thing, you know? So it's like, just get a PS5. I'm getting a PS5 too, and it's going right in this room. <laughs> the PS5 is mine. <laughs> so just keep it real with everybody, yeah. okay? Fucking bitches. <laughs> I'm going to get that Spider-Man game too. My son actually has been playing My youngest one's been playing that Spider-Man game. Um, Why don't you just play his for a little bit? Religiously. I can wait. <laughs> Not a big deal. Oh, by you the know. way, son, uh, I decided to play Spider-Man, so I wiped out all your saves and, <laughs> uh, and uh, did it on my own. Well, he was he was thought I was upset with him because they did something really dumb with Animal Crossing where the first person who plays Animal Crossing on the Switch, they're the ones that can do the storyline. Everyone else is playing. If you every Every other profile on that Switch has to play on their island and can't do the story missions. It's really stupid. It doesn't make any sense to do it that way. So I, I realized this. I said, oh. So I asked someone, hey, are you still playing Animal Crossing? Because if you're not, I, I might want to check out the story so I can just delete your account or delete your game and start a new one. He goes, yeah, I'm still playing. I'm like, okay, whatever. He thought for three days I was pissed off. I was like, dude, I don't care. It's Animal Crossing. Like, I just wanted to check it out. I can watch it on YouTube. Like, I didn't buy that game for me. I bought it for you. So I don't give a shit. But whatever. I digress. Now, there was controversy for this article because um, I selected it and didn't realize that Steve had already selected it. Um, you know, <laughs> this fucking intrigue behind the scenes, like fucking MTV real world here. And he sent me an angry t- um, text. I felt the rage. No, I'm just kidding. He just let me know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thanks but, for not reading. <laughs> listen, I was trying to be nice. Right. Steve wrote the article as well. And it moved me. But but okay. my, my my article that replaced that actually tied in with his article. So Yeah. So and that was my plan all along. Oh right. So. <laughs> anyway, everyone knew this day was coming. You tried to believe it was just a dream, never thought it would ever arrive. It has. On Tuesday, Google shared a detailed timeline for the app's imminent demise. Google Google Music. I forgot to fucking say the title. Google Play Music That's what we're talking about here. It's official, everyone. Google Play Music shutdown is coming in October. It is about time to get your affairs in order. Um, <laughs> that actually did. This is why I picked this article, because this first bit made me laugh so hard because I'm like, is this this serious? Like, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Unfortunately for users in New Zealand, the Google Play Music shut shutdown will occur in September as well as South Africa. Why? Nobody knows. <laughs> but does it matter at this point? All other regions' uh, access will, will be revoked in October. By December, the service will go will be gone, um, and you'll be able... Oh, Jesus Christ. And you'll be unable to transfer your content. In fact, later this month, you will not be able to purchase music on the app. Now that the dramatics are out of the way, we knew that this was coming. With YouTube music um, becoming the dominant force... It was only a matter of time before they decided on the Google Play Music shutdown. Just a few months ago, it started 
allowing Google Play Music users to transfer practically every facet of their libraries to the new service, including playlists, artists, albums, songs, purchase content, recommendations, and uploads. Not features and um, ease of use, though. You couldn't transfer those two things. Um, you grow <laughs> what, what do we do now? You grow a pair and transfer everything over to YouTube <laughs> Music, at least until they decide to try something new and shut that down. Fuck yeah. Um, they did this earlier this year with podcasts. Did they shut down podcasts too? Yeah, they're they're um, they were basically getting podcasts ready because for on our side, we in order to get it on Google Podcasts and stuff like that, you have to submit it through Google Play Music. And uh, I re- I think <laughs> earlier this year I got the notification of hey we're going to transfer everything to Google Podcasts, and its own specific one. Which I was like, oh really? You know, iTunes had this for years, and you guys are just getting on board. Nice. But it was really easy. It just said import now. I just hit import and it now I can just go to Google Podcast to be able to check the insights on it. So it's yeah. basically the same thing that they're using for the rest of the stuff. And to get your podcast on Google Music, uh, you needed to go you into the You can skip the rest of that because that's part of what No, I need to say it. Now they initiated transfer to migrate your shows to Google Podcasts, which made so much sense. Just you know, listen, for, for continuity reasons. <laughs> It is easy. You open up um, the YouTube Music app if it's your first time. Oh, <laughs> it will ask you to transfer it all over. It's that simple. For anyone thinking of getting a new Android 10 device uh, before the shutdown, you will only have the YouTube Music app pre-installed. Um, so be sure to transfer it over before you get the new device. Google Play Music will see you at the crossroads. Um, <laughs> This article is just, I could tell that Steve was in a mood when he, like, it, it, Steve was a vibe when he fucking wrote this. Um, but it's so fucking annoying to me because this is, this is one of the reasons why I, I left Android Yeah. because Google does this shit all the time. Like they create something that's really good and then they ignore it and then they replace it with something shittier yeah. for some stupid fucking reason. YouTube music is a mess. I don't like it at all. I've heard I actually that. have free access to it, the um, the premium tier, because I'm on a friends like family thing. <laughs> but I, it's fucking garbage. Like it just really sucks because you'll search for like a song, and sometimes you you'll be playing music, and it will play you the music video of the song. Oh, so there's like gaps. It's just garbage. And um, Google Play Music was great. Another thing that this reminded me of was Allo. So Google Allo was fucking awesome. It was their chat program, and they just ignored it and got rid of it for no fucking reason. I don't even think they replaced it with anything. Hangouts was good. Yeah, got rid then, of that. Well, um, it's still a, around to an extent. I mean, they kind of brought it back, but it's very low key, and I think it's only available on. I think it's only available on desktop. Like Google, when you when you're in the Google ecosystem. Do you do you do you have a generally good time? Yes, most of the shit works fine. But it always, to me, felt like I was in, I was participating in a beta. Yeah. For everything, it nothing ever felt like it was finished or concrete. It was always like, oh, this will be able to do this later, or we're canceling this now, <laughs> or there was like three apps that did the same thing. <laughs> God, those like, are the I'm worst like, ones. Fuck? You're like, why do you they, have this? That's the same thing like with uh, with uh, Google Play Music and then Google Podcasts. They launched Google Podcasts going, yeah, now you have a, a client that you can... It's like, 
but you already have Google Play Music, which can pull podcasts. It keeps telling me to go to podcasts. It's like, why do you have both these things? It's, it never, I never understood any of that. They I mean, remind me of fucking... so, they remind me of Sony a lot of times. With Sony tries their shit, and then, oh, we don't like it, or it's not, it's not blowing up in the first month like we thought. So let's get rid of it. And then there's Apple, who sits there and watches Google for like a decade, and then <laughs> goes, you know what? We're gonna add these handful of features that Google actually got right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's just like I fucking can't wait for the new iOS. I just want. <laughs> My tiles. That's all I want. I'm so excited about it. But um, that's what happens when you have no life, people. <laughs> right. Like I'm not an Apple fanboy either. Like they've made their mistakes too. But Google makes entirely too much money for this fucking haphazard bullshit. Yeah. They they, they need to have concrete and the experience on the Pixel is really nice. But again, it feels like a beta. It always feels like it's unfinished. I don't know what it is. It's just the kind of vibe it gives off. It just feels like a beta all the fucking time. Yeah. I remember when Gmail said it was a beta for fucking <laughs> ever. I was like, it's email, bro. Are you ever going to finish it? Yeah, and then they finally finished it in, what, 2015? <laughs> I think they're going to finish it in 2025. Yeah. All right, so sticking on the Sony train. Sony has confirmed that its existing PlayStation 4 controller will not work with PlayStation 5 games. Quote, We believe the PlayStation 5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including the features of DualSense wireless controllers, Sony said in a statement. The Sony says the existing DualShock 4 controllers and officially licensed third-party PS4 controllers, quote, will work with supported PlayStation 4 games, end quote. Sony doesn't list the supported games, of course, but the company does confirm that officially licensed uh, racing wheels, arcade sticks, and fight sticks will work with the PlayStation 5 games and supported PlayStation 4 games. Um, one of the things that I kind of took away from this, and I was reading a lot of this in online, and I was like, what are you people doing? People are complaining that PlayStation 4 controllers don't work with the PlayStation 5. This is business as usual. I, the only reason people are upset about it is because Microsoft's not doing it. Yeah, and I'm like... Since, that's because Microsoft's not really changing their controller at all. Yeah, and I'm, but my thing is, is like, when have they ever? Like, you can't, yeah. you can't use PlayStation 2 controllers on a PlayStation 3. The, I mean, and I don't... You know, it, it's one of those where it's like, when have they ever... When has Sony ever done this? I mean, we I'm should, you, it's only because the other side isn't doing it. You wouldn't hear a peep. It wouldn't even be a news story for you to read if unless Microsoft said, oh, yeah, the Xbox one controllers work yeah. on the fucking Series X. But that's because they're not doing anything. <laughs> they're not changing their controller at all, which really they don't need to. Right. But and so it just it makes an odd reaction. I, mean, I go sans Nintendo. You know, because the yeah. Nintendo GameCube controllers worked with the play the, with the Wii. They worked with the fucking Switch. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, like to me, it's like going, yeah, but that's still like complaining about, well, my N64 controller doesn't work with the Wii. It's like, <laughs> okay, bro. Like, <laughs> like are you good? Yeah. <laughs> you are right. Who hurt you, dude? Like, right. that's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know why everyone has such a hard on for the GameCube controller. I hated that fucking controller. I liked it. Dish your price fucking controller. 
fuck out of here with that. I actually did like the GameCube controller more than the 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 sixty four. But the sixty, uh, I never liked the sixty four controller. It was goofy. It's like they, it they were ahead sense. of the time it, with the analog stick, but they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, and they put like that middle. Like I was like, why are we have this in the? You're never going to use that the control pad. You're going to use the joystick. Like I don't get why you have the D pad. Yeah, it made the, no sense. Yeah, you know, but but they they figured it out. The yeah. pro controller is great. But if, by the if, way. if you're bitching about the PlayStation Four controller working with the PlayStation Five, you should be happy that it's working with it at all. Yeah, for real. To, to be honest, because you know. I mean, you know, Xbox, yeah, the Xbox, you know, the Xbox One didn't work for the um, 360, so shut the fuck up. I can't, I have an original Xbox Duke controller, and it won't work with my um, Xbox One, and I think it's See, fucking outrageous, That's bro. bullshit, that's bullshit. It's outrageous, yeah. you know? <laughs> they don't even have a plug-in for it, and it's just fucking It's 2020, feeling. I mean, come on. Hey. I, I deserve everything now. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't sense the sarcasm, you know, because we're yeah. laying it on pretty thick. <laughs> well, when I heard about this, I was like, "Oh, that's unfortunate." You know, I was like, "That kind of sucks," but that's it. That was about as emotional <laughs> to, as I got about me, it. It wasn't to, that big of a to deal. To me, I was like, "Okay, why would we expect it to?" Like that's that was my reaction. I was like, "But that's what I'm saying." Is that the only reason? Because Xbox, Sony, need, you know what Sony needs to do when the PS6 comes out? Speak first. <laughs> like they always let Xbox talk first and because X Microsoft's the American company, they come out talking shit. And then Sony just kind of goes, "Oh, well, we're doing this cryptically." Yeah. Like a Japanese company, cuz Nintendo does the same shit, but nobody gives Nintendo shit for it. The Japanese companies are like that. They they're not very which we this and this they're not trying to wow you. They're just saying this is what's happening. Sunday, we'll Sunday, you know Sunday. Right. <laughs> you fucking us white trash motherfuckers with our monster truck rallies, <laughs> you know. But um, th- you know what's funny is the more we move forward, the more excited I get for the PS5. I don't know why. There isn't really a set reason. I yeah. just, I, I dig it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Xbox too. I, I'm not hating on the Xbox at all. But like I said... If I have a gaming computer, what console is going to share this desk space? It's not going to be fucking Xbox Series X. It doesn't make any sense. I think, but one of the things that's cool, like, to know with PlayStation is that, you know, the a lot of the new release games are going to be compatible with the PlayStation 5. Right. And that, you know, we're going to find, it's like going, oh, cool, so I don't have to spend, you know, like people are going, oh, nine, 70 bucks. Anyway, so, well, so at least PlayStation 4, I'll buy it on the PlayStation 4 and then, you know, put it, play it on the 5. But um, yeah, I mean, I just, to me, some of this, some of this quote-unquote outrage kind of was like, what are you guys even th- like? Are you brand new? Like, you know, like you've never been through this before? Yeah, it's. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about it. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> one thing. Well, the and the one thing that makes it convenient, like for instance. With the Xbox, I found out that the Xbox One controllers will work. I'm like, okay, cool. So I pulled the trigger on some... I, I went to the website and got some personalized controllers for each of my kids, you know. Because now I know I don't have to buy them new shit in November. Right. But that's... To me, that was the special thing. That wasn't the new normal. Yeah. That was just like... People... It's all in how you view it. Like, oh yeah, Xbox is... People are going, 
Microsoft is doing this, this great service, but no, they're not. They're just not, con- they're not changing their controller. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's the same thing, just different. It's just a different plating. As in there's no such thing as an Xbox Series X controller. <laughs> there's just an Xbox controller now. That's what they're trying. Like I said, they're going in a different direction. Yeah. They have Xbox controllers and they have pro controllers. Pro controllers are nice, by the way. I've I've played with the Series One Pro controller, and my buddy just got the Series Two, and they they feel substantial on the hand. They're nice. My favorite <laughs> controller right now is the Switch Pro controller. Moving on. <laughs> That's because I own that one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flex that bitch. At three four three industries as three four three, and I'm I'm real mush mouth today, so I apologize for the. Did you suffer a stroke before? Myself. Huh? Did you suffer a stroke before? I don't know. I'm tired. Do you okay, smell burnt toast? Week. Do you smell burnt toast? All the time. <laughs> As three, my three life is a stroke. It's <laughs> three four three in this time. <laughs> Approaches its release date for Halo and Infinite. It's still committed to up updating Halo: The Master Chief Collection, its compilation of Halo games on Windows PC and Xbox One. In particular, the developer said in an update on the Halo website that it's looking to bring cross-play, keyboard and mouse support on Xbox, and input-based input matchmaking to the Master Chief Collection by the end of 2020. Cross-play, input-based matchmaking, and server region selection are expected to launch together with a custom game browser and mouse and keyboard support for Xbox Series, or Xbox launching as a package. That's actually kind of dope. Yeah. And keyboard and mouse support. I always felt like the Xbox should have keyboard and mouse support just off the off the jump. It um, just makes sense. I mean, if you're playing it if you're playing it on your computer, obviously, you know, it's like it kind of makes well, sense. Well the thing is is that everyone knows that people who if you have someone playing on keyboard and mouse versus someone who plays with a controller, the person with the controller is at a disadvantage. Yeah. It's impossible to be as accurate and as quick as the keyboard and mouse person. So that's where people get upset. They've been seeing that with um, a lot of these cross-platform shooters like Fortnite. Fortnite's a big one. Where they're like, oh, I, I don't want to play with these fucking keyboard and mouse people. It's like, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, you it, it is play, what it is. You could play as a keyboard and mouse person. Right. Um, <laughs> cross, cross-play means that players across Xbox consoles and Windows PC will be able to play together. Input-based matchmaking and keyboard and mouse support enhance that. Input-based matchmaking means you'll likely be matched with players using the same input device like a controller or keyboard and mouse as you. Keyboard and mouse support, of course, gives console players the option to use the peripherals, and there you have it the way they've decided to fix it. Um, mouse and keyboard support was added to Xbox One in 2018, but it remains available on a game-by-game basis. If developers want to add it to their games, they can, but they don't have to. It shouldn't be a surprise, um, as Halo is a staple for Microsoft. My question is, why did it take so long for it to happen, especially since crossplay is their thing? Microsoft and 343 Industries released the Master Chief Collection on PC in 2019, first with Halo Reach, Halo Combat Evolved, oh Jesus, Halo <laughs> Combat Evolved, Halo 2, and Halo 3 have since been added to the collection. Next up is Halo 3 ODST, which is expected to come to PC soon. Soon, a testing period is planned for this month, according to the blog post. Halo Infinite, the next-gen Halo game for Xbox Series X, is slated for its release on Xbox Series X and Windows PC this holiday season. So, 
first of all, the Halo Master Chief Collection is the bee's fucking knees, bro, <laughs> on PC. When they released Halo 3, I was all in. Halo 3 is the best story well, of when, any Halo game. When we both got the Xbox One, we got the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's fucking great. And, and, plus, and it came it was, with a ga- plus, it, plus it came with, uh, what was it, two terabytes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the cool thing about the Master Chief Collection is, is my younger sons have now played every Halo game. Nice. So it, it's like I share that with them because, I mean, the fucking original Halo was a long time ago. You know what I mean? But they've played it like it, it was any other game that came out in their lifetime. So, like, we have that shared experience where it's like, oh, you remember the fucking second level when you get one? It's like, oh, man, I fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, and you kind of they and they used to get mad at me because I would in the Master Chief Collection, you can switch on the first first game between new graphics and old graphics. And I would play it on old graphics. And they would get upset. Why do you play it in the, in the crappier looking grass? Say it's not feeling the nostalgia. <laughs> Fine, but yeah. So this is really good. Definitely, like like I said, Microsoft's moving in that melding the fucking crossing the streams, getting everything tight together. I think it's a great thing. But it, if this keeps happening this way, there isn't going to be a console war anymore. Yeah, it, Microsoft is just going to be like. You know, I, here's I, the latest box that plays our games. Well, even now, I don't think there's a console war. I think there I mean, really is. It's all made up by the fans. There really yeah. isn't like there isn't a Sega Genesis Super Nintendo thing going on. Right. Like that was like a true. The advertisements were against each other. Like it, and it was a beautiful time because it was really fun. Like people were fighting in the schoolyard <laughs> over what game console they had. And it that really it's just a bunch of idiots fucking on the Internet talking about dumb shit like mathematically the playstation 4 is more powerful than the xbox one but if you say that there will be people that will viciously attack you but that's it's the facts yeah this most of the games render in a higher input quality or output quality it just is what it is yeah i registered at the more powerful input quality that's (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we can go on you know how that is <laughs> uh, just do what I do and just buy both consoles. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, if you could afford the first one thing to say, just buy both. Stop being a bitch, <laughs> right? If you can afford one, you can afford both. I mean, that's, that's just, right. That's <laughs> if you can afford to listen to this free con- con- podcast, you can afford both game consoles. <laughs> November. If you okay. can afford to watch a PlayStation ad, you can afford both consoles. Absolutely. That's <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so we've seen many studio released lower build movies on demand. Many of these movies are usually taking up dead space before the release of the slumber blockbuster. Uh, we have yet to see a major studio release a potential hit on demand until Tuesday. Disney announced that their very much delayed uh, film is coming out on the streaming service. So they're releasing Mulan, Mulan on Disney Plus during Labor Day weekend. But before you get too excited, it won't be streaming for free on the service. They ain't stupid. Or are they? <laughs> uh, during an earnings call, executives announced that it will be released on the service for $29.99 on September 4th. That is on top of the $6.99 monthly fee. Quote, we thought it would be important to find alternative ways to bring Mulan in a timely manner, Disney CEO Bob Chapek said. In countries where Disney Plus is not available, Disney is releasing Mulan in theaters on the same day. In July, 
um, Disney pulled Mulan from its release schedule, and it, and many thought it would revise its release date until later in 2020. Warner Brothers has a similar problem with Tenet. The film is slated for release in theaters internationally on August 26th, and limited the limited release in the U.S. depending on local governments, beginning on September 3rd. By releasing Mulan on Disney Plus, this is a confirmation that the company will not see a break in the pattern anytime soon. Originally set for, to drop in March, the film was delayed three times. However, thirty dollars for the movie seems may seem a bit high, but that depends on your perspective. Now, for me, a single male, that that's a lot for a movie to see by myself. However, if I'm splitting it with someone I lived with, the cost would be a ticket at the local AMC. And if you're like Adam, who has a family of 38, that would... That's not what the article says. <laughs> a family of seven, that would be a huge savings. So this will be the test balloon for Disney. By dropping Mulan on Disney+, Plus, would see if there is a market for these type of movies on at home, which there will be. Studios can leave movies on their sh- can't leave movies on their shelves and lose money on the um, with no end in sight, particularly in the United States. With this shit show currently in, uh, we're in currently in, businesses will have to see how this plays out, and this will dictate the year going forward. And to be honest, and the thing is, is that people said that oh well, it's um, they revised the statement basically saying that if you pay the twenty nine ninety nine, you will have access to Mulan. For the entire time you have Disney Plus, so it's kind of saying, "Oh, well, yeah, you're buying it, so you don't have this release window of like usually on demand is like twenty four or forty eight yeah, hours." Yeah, you're buying the movie. You're buying the movie, in theory. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. buying the access. To the you're movie. buying access to the movie for twenty nine nine. And somebody says, "Yeah, but that they go, you're not actually owning the movie because when I pay, <laughs> you know, I have access to." You know, Stranger Things on Netflix, but it doesn't mean I own it. It's just for as long as I have the service. So it's like basically you're, they're lending you the movie for 30 bucks. Here's, and- here's, my, here's my hot take on it. One, just like Steve said, to me this is a bargain. So keep that in mind when I answer this. But it sounds like they just did an average yeah. of how many people go to the movies together. Um, three sounds about right. It sounds like maybe a mother and father and a kid or a, a mother with two kids, whatever it's, it sounds three is the, is a good average to bucks. make their money back on yeah. it. Right. And that's, that's also including, Oh, I don't think the studio cares how much popcorn gets sold, but they're just worried about the ticket price. So be that as it may, the people complaining, Oh, you're not actually owning who the fuck buys movies anymore? The majority of these people that are complaining are just – they just want it to be on Disney+. Plus. Right. They already have a Disney Plus account. They weren't going to buy it anyway. They want it to be like Hamilton, which was released right. on there. No. <laughs> Hamilton is a play that's already made its play money right. and now is just being put on extra shit. Like Mulan was a huge production movie. Yeah. It probably was millions of dollars to make this movie. It's 30 bucks. If you don't want to watch it, don't fucking pay for it. Right. Like, this is the little things that people complain about that are kind of dumb. Like, it's... we don't have bigger problems to complain about. Right. Yet. It's like the whole... Well, the whole... The way they explain why it's bad is stupid. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, well, I already paid for Disney Plus, so I shouldn't have to... It's like, dude, you, you know this is two separate things. Hmm. Like, stop being a dumbass. Like, you, may, you look stupid. Like, they could they could say... Fuck you, we're not releasing it in the theaters because all the theaters are closed. They found a new way 
that they can make money on it and that you can watch it. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. You know, and honestly, 30 bucks for a movie, doesn't that sound about right? How yeah. much is a Blu-ray these days? Well, Blu-ray, depending on when you get it, could be anywhere between 20, uh, new release, maybe 20, anywhere from 20 to 25 bucks. You know, so it's not that much. You pay a little premium, five bucks. You know, come on, yeah. dude. You get it in, you know? in your home. You know, it's it, to me, it's like it's no different than if you if a movie came out on demand and you had to pay so much for it anyway. But the big thing is, is I think people just it's this whole it's this whole thing. It's like the same thing with the PlayStation Four controller and you know all this bullshit. It's just they like, want it exactly the way they want it. Right. They want it for free. They want it to work without them having to pay extra money. It's like, that's not how a capitalist society works. Yeah, you know, th- these aren't, these aren't non-for-profits. Like, these are for-profit studios. They make money off this. And the reason why they won't get it for free is because the same people who are complaining will buy it when it comes out. Yeah. Because they just want to complain, or the people so, that, or the people that are sitting there going, "Well, I'm not going to buy this. I'm not going to rent this movie for thirty bucks." They weren't going to go for it anyway. Most likely, yeah. they probably they wouldn't have seen it in theaters anyway. And honestly, too, it depends on the source with me. And I'm not saying Disney's a saint, but they've been pretty fucking generous, bro. I got Disney Plus, tons of shit. Shit keeps getting added to it as they get the rights back and stuff. I just watched the Mighty Fucking Ducks the other day at the time <laughs> of my life. Like, my kids use it. They weren't using it at first. I don't know why, but now they use it all the time. It, and it's not, it's one of the cheapest streaming services I have. They've been more than generous. I think I can understand. It's it, The thing with me is, as a mature adult, <laughs> I look at it and go, well, why are they – why do they feel justified in charging me $30 for Mulan? And then you think about it for about three seconds. You realize why. Right. Because they need to make money off of these movies. They don't make them – it's not a charity. Hollywood's not a charity. Right. Okay? They need to pay the people who made the movies, the actors, the actresses. Yeah. Every, oh, I think we just call them actors now all around, right? Right. Um, and all the fucking people that make it possible. Not to mention – this movie de- was delayed, wasn't it? Yeah, it's delayed they, since March. Listen, so they found a way to keep the investors happy, and we can also see the movie. I was excited because I actually want to see this movie. Mulan's one of my favorite Disney flicks, and this live action one looks fucking hot. I, you know, I've never, I never actually saw the, um, the animated one. Really? No. Never you should saw. see it before you see the. Um, well, yeah, I mean, now Disney Plus, I can do that. Uh, <laughs> bring honor to us all, bro. Don't. Yeah. And no. it, and uh, I mean I've heard the Christina Aguilera song like a million times when it came out. Yeah. But uh, but you know here's here's my little take on this too, is uh, a guy that I follow who I actually really like. He's a screenwriter, and he says, "Hey, for the, before you keep bitching, think about thirty dollars, you know, per stream." Now again, if you have you know you have a family or you have friends or people that are staying with you, and it's do, when you're breaking thirty dollars up beyond three people it's a steal you try going to the movies with that you wouldn't yeah. um but the thing is is that when you look at this and and he, he said he goes keep in mind that studios need to make money off of this this is a big budget movie that needs to make a big budget profit and 30 dollars a month 30 dollars a stream would and if enough people buy it, particularly in the u.s would be enough to actually have a modern day opening a solid opening for it to actually start to make money and that's the that's the big deal. Now, one thing that could help, and this is long term, because of this pandemic, uh, 
you know, and if streaming starts to become more of an option because, hey, you know, movie theaters are still kind of back and forth and you have movie theaters that are on the verge of breaking up. Now you have uh, an antitrust lawsuit that was actually or antitrust that was actually overturned, which they're back in the 70s or 50s. Studios used to own their own movie theaters. Yeah. And now and because of that, they allowed for people to do it. Now they that Paramount was able to win a lawsuit that actually kind of pulled that law back a little bit. Now, people are over there talking about how, oh, my God, this is this, uh, you know, it's antitrust and, you know, studios are going to have, you know, their hands in it. It's like, you know what? The way this the, what this pandemic has shown is how fragile our economy is. It really is. And in, it's, held, it's held up by fucking like it dug, warped wood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wet cardboard and duct tape. That's how right. our and our economy is not designed to handle this kind of thing. Now, I don't see studios owning movie theaters again i, I kind of don't see that but i do see them partnering and if you yeah. and if movie studio movie companies and yeah people are gonna say it's gonna knock out the small ones you know what the small ones yeah they might be able to unless they partner up with somebody who's willing to you know pay for those smaller movies but you know what art house, art house movies aren't making as much money people go to the multiplex and you know in order for that i kind of see they're going to partner up which is going to prop them up and be able to allow them to have, uh, uh, what do you call it, more strength in, stu- in times like this. And also, too, real quick, um, if you have any kind of fucking brain power when it comes to economics or government, really ask yourself one question. In a free market society, is there ever – or? In a free market society, isn't it an inevitability that smaller businesses will eventually fail to larger conglomerate? Right. I can't – I was thinking about that the other day. I can't think of any causality where that wouldn't happen in a free market. You would have to have a socialist economy that controls everything. Not socialist. I'm sorry. um, Like a more nationalist. Right. Well, you know, some people will say, they go, well, you look at the Great Depression. It's like, you don't even have to go that far. Look at the Great Recession, yeah. you know, uh, what, 12 years ago? It's like a lot of small businesses and small banks and all that stuff died off because they couldn't support themselves in this kind of society. It happens. It's, you know, that that's where do you think the, you know, the bigger fish comes from, the bigger fish ideology comes from. But here's the, the big thing with this is that I just kind of thought about it. I go, oh, you know what would be smart? And we see this with... um the uh, Egyptian Egyptian partner up with Netflix um, to keep yeah. their running, but then Netflix yeah, would allow. The Egyptian is the fucking Egyptian, right? Right, too. but but no, but that hear me hear me out. I'm it, hearing it. Is that you have Netflix that's partner up with the Egyptian? Yes, it's saving a classic landmark, but it also gives them an avenue to show some of their movies. This is what could happen with smaller independent theaters could get propped up like Lemley's could get propped up by Amazon. Amazon could say like, hey, we'll give you know, we'll partner up with you so you guys don't go under so you can still show art house movies and stuff. like that. But you can show our movies, too, which there are a lot of movies from net uh, from Amazon that wouldn't make it in a theater. They're smaller art house pictures. They could partner up with them and start doing it. This is where we could start. It gives seeing, them like a brick and mortar area. Get, yeah. Where they can say like, OK, we do see the need for theaters. But we can help you out and you can help us out. We'll do delay windows, stuff like that. And then this gets them bypass the whole, oh, well, you know, they can't get nominated for an Oscar because they have to be in theaters for this long or whatever. It gives them that free pass. 
So that's what you can kind of start seeing these kind of saying, okay, they diversify a little bit, but they don't own, you know, a thing They may go into equal share and say, okay, well, we'll give you this and we'll show our movies there, but you can still show other art house films. You know, they, this could be the big, the big kind of boom that we saw from the, the independence market in the nineties where a lot of, you know, where Miramax and, you know, a lot of them kind of came out, we could see that revitalization again. And I kind of think this is where it is. And we may even see big budget movies because now, well, we are not sure if we're going to be able to make all that money back, start to actually come down and we can actually see smaller movies being made again and not just everything that's going for the quick buck. Right. The Walmart of fucking movies that's been going on lately. Right. When, and honestly, and I've said this before, and, and I always have to explain it a hundred times because it pisses Steve off. Um, a lot of the, it's not Marvel's fault. But Marvel made their movies were huge because they needed to be. They're fucking sci-fi and fantasy right. and shit. But then everyone tried to copy Marvel yeah. instead of just making their own shit. Well, everybody wanted and, to make franchises, and then oh, we're gonna reboot Charlie's Angels because we can make big money off of that, and nobody went to go see it. And it's like, no, we have a lot of smaller movies. Look at Netflix. Look at Amazon. Look at Hulu. They're yeah. making these movies. I just saw Palm Springs that was on Hulu, which is a Groundhog Day for the 21st Century, really, really good movie. You would never see it in a theater, even though it stars um, uh, Andy Samberg. Good movie, really, really good movie. If you haven't checked it out, definitely need to check it out. The funny thing is a lot of these movies that are really good and deep and whatever on the streaming services and you never see them in theaters and you're 100% true, you know when you would see them in the theaters? In like the 70s. Yeah. Because the 70s, I, I feel in the 80s is when that big budget, crazy movies. Now, you know what? Didn't Star Wars start it? Well, Star Wars started the blockbuster. Star, um, yeah. Star Wars was given credit for creating the blockbuster. That was technically the 70s. Yeah. Um, Jaws and, and Star Wars created the blockbuster. But the thing is, is that you find a lot of movies in the 80s that, that there are, I think the 80s is probably the perfect balance that we would see. We would see a lot of, I mean, you know, in the 80s, you got movies like Dangerous Liaison, the original Rambo, which wasn't the big, you know, like Rambo 3 or anything like that. You know, we saw a lot of simpler movies, the Blues Brothers and stuff like that, that had some spectacle to it, but were smaller movies. Um, and then you had blockbusters, the Star Wars movies, and you had the Indiana Jones and all that stuff in there. But I think the 80s would be the perfect where we need to be, where we can have popcorn movies that we can go to. But at the same time, we can also have more in-depth movies that we can go watch. And, and Yeah, I feel know. like the 80s was like the greatest decade for Hollywood. Well, look at all the stuff we're rebooting. It's all come from the 80s. It's all the 80s, yeah. <laughs> and the 80s did have that good mix. Like what most of us – like I was very young in the 80s, so I remember the blockbusters. But I know that there were fucking smaller movies that everybody fucking loved and, and you know, stuff like that. And they were just they, – they, their posters were right next to Back to the Future or whatever right. the fuck was out too. They all had a fair showing. But also fucking going to the movie wasn't so goddamn expensive back then either. <laughs> so people would go to multiple movies. They'd go to movies more than once. Now it's fucking stupid. Yeah. To go to a movie more than once, you can miss. I don't care how much <laughs> I like the movie; like it's ridiculous. Yeah. So seeing them embrace streaming a lot more, I think a lot of stuff. The term "new normal" makes a lot of sense because I think even after this pandemic, we're gonna things aren't going to go back to the way they were. Regardless in a of a lot who, of industries, regardless of whoever says it will, it's not going to. It won't be as strict as it is now. But it, it it's going to be a hybrid because people and look at not only Hollywood but. 
I've noticed at my work, my job officially said, because they're pretty open with us. It's kind of weird. They go, you know, we thought you guys would slack off working from home. We were nervous, yeah. but your productivity has gone up. Yeah, because you're you're actually working in a comfortable environment. Right. So they're like, I don't see why you would have to come to the office 100% of the time, even after the pandemic. Yeah. Like, I'm not going back to the office until it's officially at least until January, depending on what happens. Like I'm, for the rest of the year, I'm working 100% at home. And then they said after the pandemic, they even said, let's say we get a vaccine and everybody's <laughs> fine. They said, you'll never be 100% in the office. It's just not necessary. It's yeah. just, and they said that they've been throwing some ideas around. Most likely, we won't even have permanent desks. Yeah, they're well, just going to give us all a laptop yeah, and, and we can come and go. Yeah, there have been people that are speculating that at this point, you know, we're going to see company company properties downsize because they're going to realize that a lot of places like, well, we don't really need them all here or rotating shifts of people coming in. So they're going to spend less on rent because they're, oh, well, we don't need this much space anymore. We're going to be able to sell off a lot of this stuff. Because I was talking to the homies about it and they they were saying – the ones that I work with, they were, they started going, yeah, but it's kind of depressing me in the house. I said, it's depressing me in the house all the time because we don't have any of the social things to do either. Yeah. I said, no one wants to go to work. No one, as much as you want to convince yourself that you want to go to the office, nobody wants to go to the fucking office. There's that odd, stupid, super positive person that wants to go to the office, but they're weird. So, <laughs> And then there's what the creepers, that, the, the, creepers that, the creepers that go ahead and kind of like, yeah. you know, ooh, ogle the, uh, the, the new, the new hires, you know, you're kind of like, yeah, we can stay away from that guy. <laughs> right. What people are missing is that going for drinks after work or going to lunch with their friends. Or, they're missing that. It's the, the same shit that aspect. you were in high school. You went to high school. You weren't excited for math class. Yeah. You know, so once that shit opens up again. Most of us working from home, well, like I said, the middle class and up, it's going to be a breeze. No one's going to give a fuck. Yeah. And then it's also going to help out too because it, it makes things more flexible. I'm telling you, I think I think it's going to – after that, we're going to come out a little better after this. I really do think just from some of the stuff people have been embracing and, and stuff like that, I think, I think we're going to come out a little better in a lot of areas. Yeah. But we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's move on now. Yes. That's what I'm trying to do, sir. We do can have fast, a long podcast fast. every once in a while, okay? Do it faster. <laughs> As promised, Facebook has released its gaming app on iOS. This Ooh. is this is the pettiest this is the pettiest article I've ever read. Unintentionally petty. Um but it sure isn't happy about it. In fact, the app has no games at all on iPhone and iPads, meaning <laughs> functionality is limited to game streams and social functions. That's because Apple wouldn't approve the app with any games for some of the same reasons that it has denied approval to Google Stadia and Microsoft's xCloud, um, among other services. Quote, unfortunately, we had to remove gameplay functionality entirely in order to get Apple's approval on the standalone Facebook gaming app, meaning iOS users have an inferior experience to those using Android, said Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg in a statement. Facebook was planning to launch the iOS app at the same time as the Android app in April. However, Apple rejected its numerous times for violating its App Store rule on third-party software. That rule states that HTML5 games are permitted as long as, quote, code distribution isn't the primary purpose of the app, end quote. Facebook countered Which we know that, that's just Facebook's <laughs> Yeah. Facebook countered that around 
95% of app activity on Android is from hosting and watching game streams. So gaming itself isn't the primary purpose of the app. It appeals. It appealed the rejections, but Apple ignored them. <laughs> so Facebook elected to – I think this is what – I'll say it at the end. I'll say it at the end. I, it, so, I, I could kind of see like fa- yeah. uh, Apple's rejection notices like, don't mess me with that shit. <laughs> right. So Facebook elected to launch the app anyway while informing users what was going on. So basically they launched it and bitched that this right. is Apple's fault. Right. Um, as such, the go live and other social features are available, but the casual HTML5 games you can play on Android are nowhere to be found on iOS. With Facebook's gaming app, some major players are fighting Apple's strict store policies over gaming, Microsoft and Google were forced to delay or compromise on their xCloud and Stadia apps. Not compromise, Steve. <laughs> and NVIDIA's GeForce Now service has yet to launch on iOS either. A reckoning could come soon, though, one way or the other. Microsoft has bought or has brought all this to the attention of the U.S. House Antitrust Committee. And the EU recently launched an antitrust probe into the Apple's app store. Um... That's weird. Like, <laughs> what, what? What? How is this an antitrust issue? They're trying. Like, I, I, I. It's loosely based on they don't want our shit on there, so they're making it impossible for us to get on there. It, that's, they won't play with us, right? You know. It, here's the thing. Obviously, they want to be on there because it's half of the fucking ecosystem. A little more than half, isn't it, of the um market? I'd say probably, yeah, maybe a little. Actually, I'm not sure. I, I'd probably say it would be about sure. half. Like, it, go, it fluctuates. Yeah. But um, it's also incredibly easy to be on iOS because there's usually only a handful of devices instead of thousands. So here's the thing. I thought it was funny. And this the key takeaway here. And the thing that I think really pissed Facebook Facebook off is not not that their app didn't work, is that they said, hey, we don't agree with this. And Apple didn't even talk to them. They just ignored them. Yeah, because basically it's like that's our rules. You know, Facebook thinks they're so fucking important that that that's what pissed them off. I guarantee it is that who the fuck is Apple to ignore us? It's like (laughs) they're Apple. (laughs) they don't need to listen to you but um i will say this too the html5 little slapstick games you can play with friends uh those same kind of games are built into imessage so no one on fucking apple's going to care (laughs) they're not going to give a flying fuck it's those little basics like where you you it's the graphics are like real basic and you can like slide to get a basketball into a hoop and you can play with your friends over a message it's the it's the same shit in iMessage i've played it a bunch of times so no one that's that's the biggest issue here is that i don't think anyone cares on ios android doesn't have that in built into their shit so they'll probably play it cool but no one when, cares i remember when An- i remember when android was talking about having their own verses of iMessage and that never really came about, did it? Well, they have RCC or whatever the fuck they call it. It's like a new MMS, but they have like I, how many how many MM how many fucking text messaging apps does Google have now? Like thirteen? I don't fucking yeah. know. <laughs> you know, so but that's whatever. All I'm saying is I don't think anyone on Apple, the Apple side, gives a flying fuck. <laughs> and the whole gaming thing is honestly, I think Facebook's attempt at trying to get young people back on their service. Yeah. 
Because the people using Facebook are people our age, yeah. even though we don't use it. Right. But it's the same people that used it when it launched. Yeah, true. The, the, the younger people use the picture ones, like Snapchat and yeah. Instagram. They can even send, Instagram's they, falling off. Because, you know, they can use, send news while they're doing that. Right. Which I ain't complaining, you know. TikToks. <laughs> Using the TikToks now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, Which that. is about to be a Microsoft product. Yeah, I know, right? They're using the TikToks. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna put TikTok into Teams. I'm gonna be able to <laughs> share TikToks at work. Be able to do TikToks. It'll be it'll be uh, next thing you know that'll be they'll come uh, pre-installed on your desktops. How fucking amazing would that be? <laughs> like how would that would be? It's like we live in an interesting time. <laughs> You have a webcam, so now you can have TikToks on desktop, on PC. What? <laughs> what? I don't want that. I don't know what, what my... I need now, an adult. Now my coworkers are sending me TikToks. I hate this. <laughs> uh, so uh, Facebook removed dozens of accounts, it says, were part of a troll farm pretending to be African-Americans in support of President Donald Trump and QAnon supporters, the company said, for violating its policies against coordinated inauthentic behavior. According to the report of its July enforcement activity, Facebook removed 35 Facebook accounts, three pages, and 88 Instagram accounts for, quote-unquote, violating our policy against foreign interference, which is coordinated inauthentic behavior on behalf of a foreign entity, end quote. Activity by the pro-Trump network originated in Romania, Facebook said, and posted the Instagram using the hashtags such as uh, Black People Vote for Trump. The page had about uh, 1,600 followers on Facebook and about 72 people followed on Instagram. Facebook described the network in its report. The people behind the network use fake accounts. Duh. Uh, That's not in the report. That's just me. Uh, which some have already been detected and disabled by our automated systems to pose as Americans, amplify and comment on their own content and manage pages, including some posing as President Trump fan pages. The network posted about U.S. domestic news and events, including the upcoming November election, the Trump campaign and support for the campaign by African-Americans, conservative ideology, Christian beliefs and QAnon. They also frequently reposted stories by American conservative news networks and the Trump campaign. Facebook also removed a hundred, several hundred fake accounts connected to conservative media organization Epoch Media Group, uh, which it says spreads conspiracy theories about the uh, coronavirus. The network included 303 Facebook accounts, 181 pages, 44 Facebook groups, and 31 Instagram accounts, which had a combined which had a combined 2 million followers. According to the Facebook report, the fake accounts were connected to Truth Media, a digital outlet it has banned on its platform. In addition to misinformation about the coronavirus and protests in the United States, the accounts pushed various conspiracy theories. Now, one thing that struck me as funny was the black people vote for Trump because I'm like, what black people vote for Trump? There are some. But the thing that, that, yeah, I know there are some. But those are, as we say in, um, in the Hispanic community, self-hating black people. And what well, I... What's that, what's that word? In, in, in doc, docorated? Indo- indoctrinated? Doctor- Thank you. <laughs> um, the reason I say that is because these are people that hate their 
race that they were born with so much that they indoctrinate themselves to be white and follow oh, the, like, the white conservative movement. My mother used to be married to this guy. He was Mexican and he was a real fucking schmuck. He's the <laughs> father of my sister, but my sister's fine, but he's an ass. And he hated, and I'm going to use a, a naughty word just to, you know, just to give the clarity of, of what I'm saying. He hated what he referred to as wetbacks, yeah. which were any Mexicans that had just come from Mexico. Right. Any, anyone and, that wasn't born here. Yeah. And I told him like your father, because <laughs> his father was actually, I mean, he's an alcoholic, but I guess he came here and he built the house that that dude lived in with his own hands. I'm like, that's some Mexican shit, dude. <laughs> I was like, that's what you got to respect that. Right. But he fucking hated if a Mexican didn't speak English, he was trash. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like you hate your yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like that's your fucking culture. Like what's the matter with you? And there are black people that do that shit too. Yeah. There's white people that do that too. Like with white guilt kind of nonsense and, and stuff like that. Those are the ones I date. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, it's like, all that's right, well, right. if you're going to, you know, if, you're, I'll, if I'll your accept. people didn't hurt my people, maybe you should suck this dick if you go mad about it. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't really want to do any. Well, you know what? My people didn't want to get kicked off their land, but they did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was this somebody told me one time, they go, you know, the Mexicans were living peacefully here until your people kicked them. I'm like, um, the Spaniards did the same thing the English did. <laughs> right. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it wasn't the Irish. <laughs> That's right. It wasn't me. So fuck yep. off. Basically, if you want to know something, Manifest Destiny, yeah, a lot on the racist side. <laughs> yeah, heavily. <laughs> this country was built on racism. <laughs> exactly. That's, be honest. That's what, like, um, what was it? Somebody, uh, oh, this this person got 15 years for... Um, for spray painting a wall or something like that, a, a federal wall. He got 15 years. And um, Governor Gavin Newsom said, our system's broken. And then Olivia Munn goes, um, our system was always this way. It's not broken. It's what It was built this way. And I yeah. was like, yeah. It's working exactly how it was intended exactly. to work. <laughs> no, it's working fine, just not for the people that it's supposed to be, you know. There's been a couple Band-Aids put on it, but <laughs> then they get loose. They have to right. put them back on. You know, anyway, if your favorite Reddit community look like a political billboard on August 7th, uh, you can blame it on hackers. Both motherboard and ZDNet. DDoS report, attacks? <laughs> report that hackers defaced dozens of subreddits with pro-Trump messages. This ties into the Romanian troll farm, um, <laughs> including major subreddits like our food and r slash space as well as numerous uh, communities devoted to sports and TV shows. The affected communities appeared to have recovered, but this still meant that millions of users potentially saw the virtual graffiti. A Reddit spokesperson told Motherboard that, Motherboard is such a good site that I've forgotten about. I know. I always, every time I was like, always go like, oh yeah, I got to go to Motherboard and I always forget. Yeah. I have to peep that out tonight. That the company was investigating and that the sources appeared to be, quote, compromised moderator accounts, end quote. So it's not, it's again, they got the login <laughs> info. 
I love when they use I love when they use hacker, which is, they, oh it's God. like no, they just got their login information. It's not hacking. We've asked it. I, I want the we've we've asked an ex hacker for her her detailed analysis, and they show Angelina Jolie, and she's like, I'm not, I'm not a hacker. <laughs> or they show a, a Scarlett Johansson. Remember that movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it locked down those accounts while it was restoring the subreddit. ZDNet noted that an apparent it an apparently hijacked Twitter account claimed credit for that attack and that users or that user has since been suspended without providing evidence. The incident uh, follows weeks after a similar hijacking campaign against Roblox users. Roblox is a game, by the way. Um, and just over a month after Reddit banned the pro Trump subreddit R slash the Donald over hate <laughs> speech Donald. claims. Um, the, defa- the defacing co- campaign wasn't necessarily prompted by by that. Much of the Donald's community moved to a standalone site months ago. I like that they um, used the Donald. The Donald. <laughs> Not Trump, um, President remember, Trump. Remember when he went by that mm-hmm. for a little bit? It was weird. Um, but it's safe to say some Trump supporters aren't fond of Reddit. They're not because Reddit <laughs> has been Reddit banning them. Isn't, They've been banning their a lot of their stuff. Reddit does a really good job of being unbiased. But the problem with being unbiased is that everyone's getting the fucking ban hammer. Right. And right now in our society, the people who deserve the ban hammer hammer are the ultra conservatives. There really aren't like about 10 years ago. I think the liberals were taking their turn and being fucking wacko. Um, but you know, everyone has a, has a fucking spin on the wheel. Um, it's not clear if these kinds of campaigns will continue, but they do suggest an increased viciousness to grassroots political support ahead of the 2020 presidential election. That extreme supporters or possibly foreign actors and gadget ain't fucking playing games today. Foreign, foreign actors always struck me as funny. It always reminded me like foreign actors like Antonio Banderas. Like those are yeah. foreign <laughs> actors, you know, like <laughs> are turning to hacks. <laughs> To force their message on others. Well, um, I expect more from Engadget. <laughs> to be to be honest, bro. Um, yeah. While security concerns have largely focused on protecting officials and election systems, social sites are clearly high-profile targets. Yeah, but honestly, when it happens on a site like Reddit, pe- people on Reddit know better. Yeah, Reddit is a is a nerd's fucking site. It's not Instagram. Like, I'm on Reddit. I love Reddit. But Reddit is full of people who are not fucking retards. <laughs> like, they understand computers. It's a bunch of nerds on Reddit. So when you're sitting there and you're on r slash food and you're trying to look at recipes and something pro-Trump all over the place, you're like, wonderful. Right. Someone let the password out again. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's whatever, dude. And this kind of stuff that they're doing just shows that desperation. It's just do you smell that? <laughs> Reeks of fucking desperation, bro. Put on some Axe body spray. We can smell the desperation. I want to go back to the days when politics was at least pretended to be professional. Yeah, that's all. I, that's really what I miss. Let's see here the the song. Who let the password out? <laughs> 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 password was probably password. Right. <laughs> you know. Silly no, shit. no, no. No. It was password one two three exclamation mark. Because you needed oh, that you know, you needed the numbering character. 
You know, that's top notch. You know, you need the number and character. <laughs> I have my passwords are randomly generated by fucking Bitwarden. I don't even know them. <laughs> All right. So our one last thing today, the national emergency of TikTok. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so the White House can the White House's campaign against the China-based developers of popular apps escalated dramatically in the last of uh, the last couple of days as President Donald Trump. The Donald uh, declared both TikTok. And- <laughs> it gives me a cringe every time it's said. <laughs> uh, declared both TikTok and WeChat to be national emergencies, and said the administration will ban or curtail their operations in September. Whatever the fuck that means. Thir- um, Trump late Thursday signed a pair of very similar executive orders addressing the threat allegedly posed by TikTok and WeChat. The quote. The spread of the the spread in the United States of mobile applications developed and owned by companies in the People's Republic of China, parentheses China, continues to threaten the national. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> like what? First of all, I don't care what you think about China, the Chinese people, or the Chinese government, but the People's Republic of China is a dope fucking name, <laughs> and you can kiss my ass if you think otherwise. If you click, it just sounds dope. If like, you click the People's on, Republic. If you click on the link, you see the 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 quote from the uh, from the executive order, and it's like the People's Republic of China parenthetical China. <laughs> it's like like what did did was that put in for Trump because it was like the people's, China the People's Republic of China. I don't under I I don't understand. I don't know what that whole People's Republic of China means. It's too many words. It's too many words. Too many syllables. I, I my brain can't comprehend these. It's China, sir. Okay, why can't we just put that in there so I don't get confused? China, China. Every time he says China, I think of Gina, and I keep thinking of forty-year-old virgin. You know, it's like, oh, Gina, it's Gina. Every time he says China, it makes me laugh because no matter how we disagree with China, every president has always spoken about China with reverence. Still, because it's one of the oldest civilizations <laughs> on the planet. Oh, but my fa- my favorite is. You know, we have this problem with the coronavirus or the China virus, whatever you want to call it. It's like, no, it's called coronavirus. You it's dipshit. called coronavirus. <laughs> no one calls it the China yeah. virus. But um, you and your fucking dick riders. <laughs> so continues to threaten the national security. Of, I should just read this as it continues to threaten the national security, foreign policy and the economy of the United States. Both orders read, the United States will take aggressive action against the owners of the apps to protect our national security. Um, and in the article from Ars Technica, it goes, why? Well, the White House explained its, quote unquote, national security concerns from the app and their parent firms are a pair of highly similar letters to congressional leaders. TikTok automatically captures vast swaths of information from its users. The TikTok letter reads, continuing, the data collection threatens to allow the Chinese communist government to to, um, access to America's personal and proprietary information, but potentially allowing China to track the locations of federal employees and contractors built dossiers of personal information for blackmail and conduct corporate espionage. TikTok also reportedly censors content that the Chinese gov- Communist Party deems politically sensitive, s- such as content concerning protests in Hong Kong and China's treatment of, oh God, the uh, Uyghurs, Yigers, I think it's called, and other, other Muslim minorities. 
TikTok may also be used for disinformation campaigns that benefit the Chinese Communist Party. Um, basically, all this stuff, you can say the same thing about Google, Facebook, Apple, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, all of that shit. It's like, what are, it's like, so that's the same thing all those other countries do. I've never understood because it's this whole like, oh, China's spying on us through TikTok. What, what information are they getting? Yeah. Location information? How does that help? I them? mean, yeah, you can log in through Facebook, but you can do that through Spotify, Google. You know, you can do that through a lot of companies. That's the same thing. Even then, how does our. I understand what Google can do with our social data. Right. And that's not even malicious. I just know what and they, they show how you, they, they can make money off of it. And they show you like, oh, look yeah, where you, tell look, you look where you visited last month on Google's from Google very Maps. Open about the shit they do with this stuff. <laughs> and you're like, but, wow, that's just creepy now. <laughs> I think it's more creepy that they tell you. Yeah. But I've it's, never It's kind of like throwing shade at you. Like they're right. like, oh, look what we can do with your shit, man. <laughs> look how much power we have over you. Like holy shit. Stop touching um, yourself after two. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But what can the People's Republic of China do with what fucking people I follow on TikTok. It, it, it kind of reminds me of the whole thing of like, oh, they want to know who I am and the virus is going to track me and stuff like that. It's like, do, do, does everybody really think they're that important? I'm going to be real. Like, I that meme that, like that meme that has um, with Bill Gates goes, you're not worthy of tracking, prove me, uh, tracking, yeah. prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'll, I got caught up in it and I deleted TikTok. I was like, oh, well, TikTok, like, are they spying us? Whatever. And I deleted it because TikTok was never that important to me. So I was like, whatever. And then I was kind of thinking about it one day and I was like, this, if you really think about it, it just seems like yet another thing that Trump's making up mm -hmm. to make you blame someone else for shit. Like he's misdirecting. And I think he, I think he beat me on one. Yeah. I think it worked, and I and just to piss him off, I redownloaded TikTok. <laughs> I'm not even using it. I, I downloaded it. And for me, it's it's one of those. Yeah, anytime he's complaining about something, I'm like, mm, okay, what, you know? And it, to me, it just seems to be another one of those things that you know the 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 bad the bad trade deal and all the shit that he's doing, and China's not capitulating to him at all. Here's and, a funny story though. I was on TikTok, and I you know when I'm bored, you know, it's just say. Uh, and there are a lot of the new thought hub. <laughs> there are so many hot chicks on TikTok. It's ridiculous. I, I, but you always I had so many like it's like the guy I th thought about suing TikTok because I was following like over a thousand hot chicks on TikTok. Yeah. And I was like <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, you know, I should sue them for showing me like a bunch of hot chicks like that. <laughs> it's like it never stops. Like you follow a thousand, it's a fuck it's not even one percent. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. So if you see a chick and you think she's hot, sometimes you need to scroll over and check that age because a lot of them are nice and they'll put their age in the thing. Right. Especially the ones that are un underage because this is videos. Everything's doctored. You can't really fucking tell. There was one that I was like, how old is this chick? <laughs> like I didn't even like it was weird. And I swiped over and said 16. I said, OK, <laughs> to your homework. And I fucking <laughs> swiped on up. There's this other one. I was like, wow, she's cute. Let me swipe over real quick. And in the thing, it said, I'm whatever age you want me to be. Oh. And I said, the devil ain't going to get me today, friend. 
They're definitely <laughs> underage when they say that. <laughs> you were 14 years old. You can fucking miss me. I said, sw- I swiped twice. I swiped past somebody else. It wasn't even their fault. I just wanted to distance myself. <laughs> but, um, I, I saw one of those. I th- threw holy water on my Android phone. I was like, <laughs> right. TikTok is, it's, it's fun. It's Vine. Right. You know, it's, it's nothing new. But yeah, I really do think Trump tricked me. And one thing, and of all things, it was TikTok. Right. Where he got me thinking, because sometimes I fall into that kind of shit. Like, I'll do it with Google at least once a year. Right. Google's fucking trying to steal all of our shit. (laughs) (laughs) But they're not that bad one. No one's that bad. What are you going to do? But thanks for checking this, this small little corner of the internet, right? Thanks for dialing in. Hope we provided some distraction during this crazy time. If you want to help us out, please drop us a review. Reviews help raise our profile and raise my penis. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with you. Um, nothing also, nothing wanna, makes me nothing makes me orgasm faster than reading reviews. <laughs> that's right. And we will read them on the show, full on. Okay. <laughs> If you want to help out that beer fund, you can definitely go to lazygeese.com, click on our PayPal link. Um, we will drink them on the show, off the show, all the time. It's a problem. During the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I swear, when I work from home and I'll go like on a break to grab some water. And there's been times, I don't drink while I'm working, but there's been times where I look at the beer a little too long. I'm just like, should I get? No. <laughs> Well, it's funny at my last job, the guy, the the owner there, it was a small company, so the owner was pretty pretty chill. He would be like, he would have, he would put beer in the fridge, and then he'd be like, on Friday, be like, anybody grab a beer? Like we're still still have like three three hours left, and like, and it'd be like, Stephen, do you have a beer yet? And I was like, oh no, I'm still working. He's like, this is the owner of the company. He come back, next thing I know, beer would be on a bottle of beer would be on my desk, and then he'd open it and he goes, here. I was like, okay. So it's like you're, you're kind of like, damn, I miss those days. <laughs> now I now I get up in the morning, have a beer, go to sleep at night, have a beer, take it a piss, I have a beer. You know, and that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not a problem I can't handle. It's just a bit of a problem. I told my wife time, she goes, she was joking because I don't I don't have a drinking problem. She goes, <laughs> you drink too much because I'll have like if if. I'll have maybe a beer every other day. <laughs> like just, you know, after work or whatever. I'll have a beer or two every other day. And then I don't usually drink on the weekends. Um, which I know is ass backwards, but <laughs> I, I don't work on the weekends. So um, she goes, you have a fucking problem. I said, no, babe, you can't be an alcoholic when you're drinking um, craft beer. It's too classy. This was this was made in Arizona. See the flag? <laughs> Just like what? <laughs> somebody, somebody. Um, because my my father and my brother both had drinking problems when they were younger. Um, one of my ex girlfriends, I was having a beer. He's like, "Do you ever think you're gonna you have a problem a drinking problem?" And then I go, "No. See, opens fine. Drink. See, put it down. I, I don't have a problem with it at all. All the mechanics work fine. <laughs> it's work great." <laughs> So. <laughs> <laughs> all right you can follow us on social media facebook twitter and instagram all under at the lazy geeks comments suggestions or questions email us at the mailbag at the lazy and by the way any emails uh that aren't business related you know so those 
you know, only fan logins or those, uh, TikToks won't be read, mm. um, will be read and answered on the show and be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Some of my favorite TikToks are the ones just like, this is for the boys. And they say some random shit about Xbox. Like, okay, now the girls are, now the girls are gone. Uh, click, click in the bottom right corner of the sound <laughs> and just, uh, you're welcome. And you <laughs> click it and it's just a bunch of fucking chicks dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> the base God motherfucker right there. Um, if you can't click on any of the links available in the show notes, want more content or updates on our coming shows, just check out our blog at thelazygeeks.com. All right, so that is it for us this week. Uh, thanks for sticking out with this long, longer than usual episode. So uh, until You're next welcome. Time, exactly. So <laughs> until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam. And we are the Lazy Geeks, and wear a goddamn mask. Goddamn mask.